1: Hey everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, never not funny with our guest Richard Blade right around the corner, but first let's talk about Mac Weldon. Let's talk about Mac Weldon, baby. Listen, I'm wearing Mac Weldon, I'm wearing a Mac Weldon t-shirt as we speak. If you're watching the video, you see how good it looks on me. It looks terrific. Anyway, Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Premium Men's Essentials. This is a brand that believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. They've got good-looking underpants. They've got good-looking socks. They've got good-looking shirts. They perform well, too. They've got a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. That, of course, means they eliminate odor. You know that because every podcast feels the need to remind you what that is as they all stumble, including myself, over that word because we've never heard of it until these ads. Uh, if you don't like your first pair, keep it. They will still refund you. No questions are asked. I like Mac Weldon. You'll like MacWeldon. Weldon. This whole world likes Mac Weldon. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter the code PARDO at checkout. Again, if you enter the promo code PARDO at checkout, you will get 20% off your first order at MacWeldon.com. Now, here comes Never Not Funny.
3: Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way.
1: He's here, everybody! The great announcer is here! Don't eat my soup! What are you talking, Spoonie Shears?
4: We're talking about prostitution.
1: Shut up, Elliot! I'm murdering! Know yourself! I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now! Jimmy's here!
0: It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now,
1: here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, let's talk about it. Welcome into the program, indeed. Welcome in. Forgot how to open up my own show. i <laughs> only been doing it 13 years. Hello, everybody, indeed. Welcome to Never Not Funny. There we go. Now we're back on track. Episode 20. How are we gone? 24-6? Yeah. Twenty-four oh six. hmm I like 24-6. 24-6.
0: You know me, man. I'm doing podcast 24-6, 363. I know you are, right?
1: Not the full year, not <laughs> no, the full day. I take not two days off week. and one day. Oh, no, you do the whole day. My apologies. I, I, it's
0: yeah. 24-6. One day a week and then two days in addition to that for a year I take <laughs> the off. Lord, the Lord's Day, of course. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday? Oh, you, you, you? No, yeah. Of course. It's hump day. You know, I yeah. got to go home and hump something.
1: <laughs> you know, that was a day that people, when growing up, people did go to, uh, they did go to church on Wednesdays. That was is that a, true? Really? Some people go on Wednesdays uh-huh. and, and Sundays. Oh, yeah, Catholicism? Okay. That sounds that familiar. is Yeah, Catholicism. And that is, uh, by my math, too, too many. <laughs> <laughs> too,
4: too many. Did, we, we would just go on Sundays. Didn't Jesus say that the church is wherever you are or something like that?
1: I don't know. Did he sing why, it in Superstar? Did, that's the only thing. The only thing I know that Jesus said was done in song with the great Andrew Lloyd Webber. All right.
0: Keep in mind, as the Jew in the room, you know more about Jesus than any of us.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus! you believe the <laughs> things they, they say, say of you. You <laughs> really do believe this talk of God is true. Speaking of Andrew Lloyd Webber, guess what I did over the weekend, you guys? Uh, um, you wrote, wrote a went poem to about see a cat? something. You saw cats. Yeah. You did? Uh-huh. Oh, no. What? Uh huh. Oh, why? I'm sorry. Took my son. Oh boy. Took my son. I'm going to talk about when Garen gets back. We have Hannah's here. here and uh, uh, Hannah Stifle is here. Hannah stopped yeah. in once before to drop off the "Color My World" Chicago T-shirt. Yes. She works over there at the, I guess, at Podswag is mm. where she works. Don't get confused. This
0: isn't the other Hannah who sat in here, who also works at Earwolf. Yeah, uh, there's again by my math.
1: Too, too many. Too, <laughs> many. Uh, anyway, Hannah's here, but we'll talk about we'll discuss stuff with you in a moment. Okay. Uh, so what ended up, uh, so I want to talk about this with Garen to see his uh, uh, thoughts, uh, uh, more thoughts on cats. Um, you know, Oliver did that thing that I remember being at his age where you're interested, but you kind of pretend you're not interested because, like, you think hmm. you're going to be made fun of about it.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> but can I relate to that? I mean, I think that was... I was too young to even understand it, but that cats was the first Broadway musical I ever saw. And I was uh, seven or something. And, and uh, it made me feel weird. Like I didn't like, I was like uncomfortable about how it, we, we were talking about homophobia in the culture when we were kids before we started. And that might've been part of it too, is like, I loved I, the, the songs are, some of them are very catchy and nice. Some are very good. Yeah. And, but I didn't know what to do with those feelings. And I also didn't know what to do with the feelings of, people in lycra body suits running around and jumping off my chair yeah that's, you know uh, some of them were ladies and some of them weren't and i didn't know what to make of
1: it well i know what to make of it i uh i touch them what in a bra- oh I touch no them. I, well they come in my space they're gonna get touched you just bra- give them a li- <laughs> little <bit. laughs> yeah, yeah. give them a little bit that? i treat them like they're a real kitty cat <laughs> yeah. yeah i go that's right mittens that's right mr Mustafa. nobody <laughs> understands you do they that's right now tap dance um it uh we had very good seats uh-huh. i got them on uh uh, uh, seat Geek. Yeah, uh, courtesy, the Seat. Uh, courtesy of the Seat Geek. Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, Oliver was like, holy. Dick. They were way off to the side, but they were on the aisle. So he had that, a uh, beautiful way, spot. That's my new jam. What's off that? to the side,
0: but not to like, like 10 rows, 15 rows back is the best. Because it's not, like
1: the angle doesn't bother me, but it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Uh, and if you're on the aisle, you have nobody in front of you. Yeah, it's great. Um, I, of course, had the tallest Asian man in the world in front of me. I don't believe he's Asian, other than the <laughs> fact that he was. Uh, he was was it Yao adult. Ming? There might have been Yao Ming. Uh, that's the basketball player. Yes. Thank you. Uh, is that Ming Fever? What was that guy? Ying? No, no. <laughs> Who's that, that
0: guy? That's a different. That was uh, what was that guy's name? He he. Boy, did he flame out fast.
2: He's Justin something because it was or Mao, Lin incredible. That's it, Lin.
1: Lin Sanity. Lin yeah. Sanity. That's yeah. right. He
2: that guy flamed out the second they printed the Sports Illustrated cover.
0: <laughs> yeah. and we went. We're done with him. It was, it was, I think, a simple case of he came in and nobody had ever played against him, and so they didn't know how to guard him, and he was putting up insane numbers for a week, and they are like, oh my god, this guy. Sir, he was putting up insane numbers. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thank listening. you. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to the Lynn family. What was his first name? I want to think of it. Don't tell me, Hannah, if, you, if you're if you looking it up, don't tell me yet. But anyway, yeah, then once people had seen him once, they'd be like, right. oh, here's
1: how you guard and then he was done <laughs> immediately. Well, it's like a good baseball player, like where they don't, once they figure out, oh, if we pitch him, way inside he'll never hit a home run yeah but if we don't he'll hit nothing but home runs right so we go to see cat i think so oliver had that i could tell he wanted to go mm-hmm. not that he should get everything he wants but you know i'm not, I'm not gonna lie i haven't seen this thing since 1986
0: no, that's like, look i don't i know you are always worried about spoiling oliver i i think taking if a child wants to see a musical that is a, i think that's an enriching experience i i don't mm-hmm. think i i would never say no to that because there's always there's that's you're exposing them to
4: i art I, look it, i it hear like a rock show where who knows what's gonna be happening they're like maybe there's drugs or maybe there's like well there's definitely
1: people. drugs because he's next he's next to me oh <laughs> well, and you know i always do a little h before i see any show between the toes nobody sees it, <laughs> uh, it i hear you there. but at the same time if you go to everyone that's right. uh, you yeah, know yeah. then then going to the theater is not
0: special. Well, we're in L.A., so it's it's not like there's fewer things. And you you know that there are certain things that neither of you are going to be interested in, so you're not literally going to go to everything. There's probably five,
1: four things a year. Yeah, and, maybe. You're right. That's not that bad. Uh, yeah. True. But when you add that to, let's go see every movie, let's go mm-hmm. do this, let's go do this, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah, you need to do things with kids so you're not bored out of your mind. No kidding. He was sick over the weekend. Again, he had a fucking dizziness is back, but Ugh. he is... Uh, Danielle, like we literally feel held, we're held hostage. Yeah. Like the only time he left all weekend was to go see Cats, mm-hmm. and otherwise it's like, and it's like want to play another game? No. Yeah. I want to ram my head through a wall. This oh, is, boy. you know, uh, uh and, you know, at certain points Danielle left and I would, you know, run yep. some errands and so on right. and so forth. But uh, so I had not seen Cats since '86, and part of me was like, you know, maybe I was just being a dickhead, twenty year old who just didn't dig it. Hand? i don't know how people don't leave it middle it, it intermission <laughs> i don't know how people don't go i get it we're good yeah so it's gonna be another hour and a half of this right yeah. I'm, 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 I'm out <laughs> i will say this at one point during act one he oliver turned to me and he smiled and i and i'm glad that i didn't say anything because I thought he was laughing at it <laughs> and it turned so at intermission I said hey what were you what were you smiling about he goes I'm having a great time oh that's great and so it's like oh good I, I'm glad I didn't go yeah ridiculous right <laughs> yeah, yeah but when we got home Daniel Danielle was like how was it and, and he said well dad still thinks it's dumb but I really enjoyed it yeah and now that said there is there are four great numbers mm-hmm. and when that woman sang memory in act two where she hits that note I'm not gonna lie. I teared up. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Cool, and it gave me chills. It was like this. I wish this whole show was as good as these four songs. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I hate. I hope he's not a listener. I didn't really like the guy that did Rum Tum Tugger. I didn't think he was hmm. uh, the best. And okay. I, uh, I, I, I'm learning more and more via Twitter that people. Uh, that maybe we, uh, people a lot more people listen to the show than we think. <laughs> like uh, like uh, we got a we got a, tw- a tweet from a guy that uh, did the animation in that behind the uh, behind the curve documentary. Oh wow! And so here I am talking about it, and he goes, "Hey, hope, I hope you watch the rest of it. And enjoy my animation. Did and uh, very much enjoyed the animation." Yeah. Like,
0: and so you don't know but if people listen to the show they know what we do i i would i that would be horrible if you're a fan and you're listening you're just like oh, i love my never not funny here we go listen to the episode oh they just shit on something well, but that it could, i do but
1: again but what if again what if it's the guy that plays i, know, I know, and he loves horrible. me and he listens to us every day yeah yeah you know what i do i listen to these comedians they get in the groove it takes my mind off it takes my mind yeah you know, a lot of people listen to other musicals i don't like i'd like to be the, the mind in, of a cat
0: in that but that guy in that instance he's heard you shit on cats for years that's so. a good point if that's the
1: case the he might sure be should i cats, but say that's the one song i did lo- did i do well, always like right yeah. It didn't, didn't do it for me well look everyone has mistafelis was great different taste the uh the gurgle cat that can't be what it is the gabby the jellicle the cat. the, Gubble, the, Gubble cat, the not a, gumball gumbo <laughs> Gumbo gum gum gumby gumby <laughs> m- cat that's m- it mittens gumby <laughs> <laughs> no, not mittens. Mittens was the cat that I... Uh, Petted pet nicely. That's right, mittens. <laughs> that's it. That's right there. That's your little head and there's your ears. Yeah, that's oh. it. Let me get the back. Yeah, there we go. A little, the no. a little bit of the tail. That tail's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Too many bones.
0: There shouldn't be bones that far down. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> <laughs> the there
1: we are. That's <laughs> it. That's oh, my God. It. Oh. What are you doing, Hannah? Why are you upset?
2: I'm thinking about the cue that that cat is missing if you're sitting on your lap getting pet for 10 minutes.
0: Oh, boy, you're ruining the show.
1: these listen, if a cat gets on my lap they're going to get they're going to get pet that's just the rule
0: now they were up in the aisles right Were they yes, all over and, you and
1: one of them, one of them uh one one hissed at oliver <laughs> oh,
0: and uh, uh you got to kick do up you think it. it was maybe hissing at you because you're allergic and it could sense that i think so i think so and i took it a dessert tech before i went so oh, good. I, I was going to ask i imagine that would be tough for you to sit through that shit um
1: well it's rough right at any time well it's rough to sit through it in general but yeah. uh, you have the
0: allergens to the mix hey that could be a new variation on your steve winwood joke like oh you know i'm allergic to cats can't stand that show <laughs> get
4: in there my... <laughs> oh that's nice
1: there we go we got it we got it boom i just on my run today rewrote a uh a joke i've not done in ages and i was like hey i can still make that joke work if i change these three words and literally was like excited to, hey i wrote something new <laughs> yeah. hey did you this isn't what's your name <laughs> yes i wrote three new words <laughs> okay yes that's the that uh yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, Hannah is here. Hannah Stifle is here. She's uh, here from Podswag. Uh And now listen, uh, was it out of the last Players Club or was it the last Earwolf? Oh, that's a good question. That we had uh, controversy over the Lazy Queen shirt. I believe it was the last Earwolf episode. I think wasn't so. it?
2: Thursday. Yeah. That's Earwolf, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So
1: the last airwolf episode came out where uh, Garen discovered that, A, somebody was stolen the lazy queen t-shirt and then follow up somebody else stole the lazy queen design yeah yeah the abbott Skelding is that yeah Uh, Design, and we were joking that we're going to get our lawyers on the case and then uh uh somebody abbott i believe on twitter actually did say something like hey i I thought these guys were kidding but holy smokes this guy ripped me off Mm -hmm. uh hannah where are we at legally
2: well, with this t- to kind of reestablish oh, the chain of events, Matt did kind of get out in front of that before we started getting the tweets. So appreciate I, that. I
0: emailed. Oh, H- you did, Hannah yes. and and to Marissa about it. Yeah. Like I see
2: days before, so we actually did have time to like loop in the lawyers, which I think lawyers like that kind of thing. I think you know when you work at a podcast company, you don't really get Not to much. you know like <laughs> tangle with uh, copyright stuff, <laughs> uh-huh. so. Yeah, they're on it. They're sort of looking into how legit these companies are and mm-hmm. cease and desist all of that.
0: Yeah, it's multiple sites, but it seems like these the sites I assume are just kind of aggregating one sure. person's work, or I don't know what they because it's like very strange that it would be the exact same thing, but with this the the domain is different. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the. They're stealing, obviously, they're stealing Abbott's design, but the, everything else about the layout looks exactly the same, too. Like, it's on the same color shirt, and right. it's written the same way.
1: Now, when we, and I mean, by the way, I mean Podswag. When Podswag sues for, let's say, $10 million, <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> Podswag is obviously going negative taste because we've got to pay those lawyers. Mm. Abbott's got to get... I'd say a thousand bucks. But I think the bulk of the money needs to go here in house, right? I mean, I did little to nothing except call Gary a lazy queen. Yeah. So that seems like maybe that is my material.
0: It is. I don't really what's interesting is I don't really know how it all works. Like we, I
1: I'm telling you how it works. <laughs> I'm saying we, legally. We here in know, house
0: get the bulk. Joking aside, I literally like I don't know the
4: deal Abbott made with Podswag. It depends on whether it's a license or an outright buy or I don't know. The licenses were using Mr. Pardo's words that mm-hmm. I trademarked.
2: The IP, if you will.
4: Mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> okay. Good. Automatic copyright, that's what you that's what you got. AC baby. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, this could get ugly. We could get into a lawsuit with Podswag, like if they're not gonna agree to what you're talking about. By the way, we're
1: not going to. I'm telling Hannah right now, we are in a lawsuit. Well, she's not the lawyer. <laughs> she goes back to you. You go back and tell those okay, lawyers you're, we're the, gonna, you're the messenger. We're countersuing Podswag. Oh, God. Wait, oh they're on, God, they're on your team. I don't give a yeah, shit. They're the ones.
0: We're doing all the work, but we're gonna. I'm gonna counter-sue them. Go faster. You're Let's, suing them at accounting. I'm not
2: walking out of this deal without a million dollars. Let's be a united front on this. I think, nope, No. Nope. <laughs> you heard what I'm doing? Cool, 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 cool. All right. I
0: bet a lawyer would also say that anything we're saying right now could be used in court. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this isn't the best thing to be what doing. Could it, uh, the fact that we're proving once again that we own the rights to this? No, They. Could, uh, they if we, If it ends up in a lawsuit, they could be like, well, listen to this guy. He's on the show. He's talking about he's going to sue the company that's uh,
1: representing him. Obviously, Your Honor, a, a comedian <laughs> making a joke. You heard earlier. He talked about how he doesn't like cats. I don't know. He specifically <laughs> said he wasn't joking. It doesn't play on Broadway for that many years without people liking it, Your Honor. <laughs> He's obviously kidding. This man's full of jokes. All right, so they could
0: just let this clip run, and uh, the answer to those questions will be contained within the clip itself. We yeah. don't even have to
4: but appear. A, a good a good attorney would only take it out of context to get the thing that they want. Right, and, and then the other and force the other attorney to to get the rest of it. So right. this is a way to get more listeners, is what you're saying?
0: Ah, interesting. Um, I, I welcome the lawsuit. I want those 12 jurists to hear our show and have to listen to it. We're (laughs) always looking for the angle. Yeah, (laughs) if if history is a guide, at least one of them will go, oh, maybe I'll check that out later, and then never do anything about it. (laughs) The other
1: 11 will just go, yeah, guilty. (laughs) They're they're not on trial. I don't get it. (laughs) This guy's unlikable. (laughs) (laughs) Unlikable. I don't understand what that other guy with the weird hair is all about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hey, that's no longer me. That could really be anybody in this room. I I I, I
0: assumed it was me. Yeah, probably... Yeah, you know, well, I don't you, have weird hair anymore. Yeah, you've got you've got a normal haircut now, although I imagine you were feeling some regret when you saw the gorgeous photo that Lizelle posted on Instagram. That is
4: the best that that as a grown man with that length hair. Did
0: you see this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Ryan was like, (laughs) this is so insulting, but it was funny. He was like, he was like, holy moly. You made you made Elliot sexy. How'd you do that? (laughs) You didn't see that comment? No, I Uh, didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah. How uh, did she do that? It was it, it was like a. You're a magic amazingly trick. asexual. To me. <laughs> what?
4: Well, I, I, asexual? I, 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 I'm okay with. Yeah, he with... doesn't
1: seem like he's. No, a, I,
0: I think he's like. I, to me, he looks like a sort of a skeezy porn guy from the seventies. If but were, that's not asexual, but there's no sexuality to. You don't look at him and
1: go. I can see somebody fucking him. Mm, I don't think I, about it. I, but... I feel okay. I mean, I that think you feel that way. I see
4: you doing it all the time. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, you see, Matt. It's better. My the thing, the feeling he has about me is better. What or lack of it? I don't know what you're talking about. How you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I, partway through that sentence, I couldn't find my mouth. Anyway,
0: go to Lizelle's. <laughs> uh, I guess visit on Facebook and Instagram? It's on the I think it's yeah. on the Never Not Funny
4: Facebook page oh. too now. I think yeah, and, and it's, ad, it's
1: added to that maybe.
4: It's my it's one of my Facebook profile pictures. Why okay. wouldn't it be? It <laughs> should be. <laughs> it should oh, be no. on your. Here's the thing, Lizelle's great yeah so let's just she's incredible she's a very good like I,
0: I hadn't seen those I, the one of me i hadn't seen before and that
1: was great too i was yeah really, and cool. she and somehow makes me look handsome as well
4: and she's changed her style over the years so we have the older ones that were at the acme some mm-hmm. against green some against red and they have one look one lighting style and this is a mm-hmm. completely different one and it's it's great
1: you should mm-hmm. use that photo on every dating app
4: whatever <laughs> it needs Actually, to happen
0: remember when you were at, you asked me to take a picture of you the other day mm-hmm. for a thing that we don't need to talk about if you don't want to but uh I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, he should use this one. This
4: is incredible. Well, it's, it's you. You're doing a good job as well. Excuse Thank me. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't know in this venue if I'm allowed to, but I'm running for uh, neighborhood council. What? what? Again. Remember I how I did that, in... that? All right. Don't use that photo then. <laughs> <laughs> too sexy? No, no. I'm too sexy. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to use the one that Matt did because I want it to look the way I look now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. What does that mean, running for neighborhood council?
1: And more importantly, will it help
4: with our lawsuit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get the I'd whole la- I'd, like in our ha- I'd
1: like to have this uh, uh,
4: uh, uh, trial happen in Palms. Oh, I mm-hmm. don't think that can. I don't
1: think there's a court in Palms. I don't think there is either. Palms no. is just a neighborhood, really, right? It's a Neighborhood. It's not Palms,
4: just- comma, California. No, no, it's not a city. Right. I mean, I, I could put Palms, California, and it should technically work. Well, so some I, of the zip codes there, and they yeah, find you. obviously we will take care of that too. But um, yeah, so I'm just it's it's the thing I did like four years ago.
0: Yeah, why are you doing this again? I thought you decided you 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 washed your hands of it. You were
4: you well. Were here's disillusioned. the thing: the uh, the the president of the council at that time was Donald a crazy Trump. person. What's that? <laughs> Donald Trump? <laughs> exactly, crazy person. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and she, and in fact, she took out restraining orders, I believe, against other people of the board for for showing up to no meetings. No reason. I don't know. There was there was a lot of. <laughs> I don't want this person in the, <laughs> the meeting.
1: Restraining orders. Order, that's the best way to handle that. That guy always well, contradicts me.
4: Her, her son was would take video of the of the board meetings and then take images out of context and put swastikas next to people. What? What? on a website? Oh my God, it was all this crazy Jesus. stuff. Jesus. And the reason why I stopped because normally. It, if things are going weird, you want to stand up and stay, but the way that she was doing things, I was worried that I might get sued because she was doing weird things, because that's the way right. that the, 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 the brown rules, I don't remember what it's called. Um, there's a certain set of rules where if you are in a public office, you have to follow certain things, and mm-hmm. if you don't, then you can be sued. Mm. Uh, civilly.
0: so you basically were like, I'm getting away from this before it hits me like correct yeah
4: and, and I think to a certain extent it didn't what, didn't get as bad as I thought it would, but it, it definitely went in the direction that mm-hmm. I was worried. After her, the next person who's president cleaned all that up, clean up clean house. Mm-hmm. and that's the reason why now I feel like, oh yeah, now what could. does that mean what, what will you do? What will your title be if you win? Uh, I'm and r- who are you going up against and how can we help? <laughs> <laughs> well you can't. Unless you're willing I can't to, what you can't help unless what unless you're willing to have all the other candidates come on the show. Oh well, oh that's why you can't talk about this. That's why I don't want to go into too much depth. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean I can I can I feel like I can say that I'm running for business rep. I think there's you can. three people for two positions. I almost was going to pull out because well, there's two positions. There are two other people. I don't need to do this. But then I thought well, so that it doesn't matter if they maybe, don't vote. For maybe me. one of them should pull out. I mean that's up to them, but. Um, now I'm I'm thinking about him
0: having sex again.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shoot it down on the back. How'd you say it like that?
4: Crazy. <laughs> uh, so you know it's it's just it's just trying to make the neighborhood better and you know uh, help with things like uh, you, you have meetings about the building development as an example. So there was a there when I did it before, um you know with a coffee bean there on Venice? Used to be a rallies. Correct. So, there was a whole thing about how they were going to do it, and we were able to give input, even though we don't really have that much power. But we could, if we thought it was a bad idea, then the city council would have to pay attention to that.
1: You uh, know, that works very well in, in Baldwin Hills, where yeah. I live. Uh, you know, that they you cannot open up a new fast food place in Baldwin Hills. Mm-hmm. They'll, and, they'll, because the council will automatically say no, because yeah. there is a, uh, you know, that community, there's a lot of diabetes. Hmm. They and want to so, discourage
0: it. Yeah. Um, oh i thought you meant just, just, there's
1: there's just so many
0: already though
1: no there's actually there's not we hmm. also there's not a lot of re- we need w- what we do need restaurants. is restaurants mm-hmm. mm. uh, oddly i mean when i say there's not i mean there are for, there are two mcdonald's yeah and which is plenty there's a taco bell and a del taco uh and then a a, subway and a kentucky Fried Chicken. well subway is not considered not fast count? food okay um and then there's mm-hmm. a carl's Jr. but like all of them have been there they got grandfathered in for you know probably 45 years wow right?
4: Uh, for those who are listening to this, who have no idea what this is, basically, in every every city, you've got like a city council. In Los Angeles, I want to say in the 80s or the 90s, there was some big problem, and the solution was to create these neighborhood councils, which they're not as uh, they don't have as much authority, uh, and in fact, you can vote if you're 14. Um, what? Yeah, it's oh my it's, god, it, because it's 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 for participation and communication and and like. If I wanted to, I could run for the neighborhood council in Sherman Oaks because I work here. Oh wow! So you don't have to listen. Are you to live thinking your... about
1: running for two different areas? I
4: don't think that's a good idea. No. Are you are, <laughs> are you allowed to be on two different? I can't imagine that you are. Maybe maybe. But
1: well, are they are the uh, votes at the, the elections at the same time?
4: No, they are so they're all you, staggered.
1: If you lose in Palms, I'd I like could. I'd like to see you run here in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> What I
0: like about this idea is the idea that like, if he's on this council, he'll be going to these meetings, probably talking a lot, and then he's like, get as out of the. System. Yeah, it's like a little bit less of we we don't take
4: the brunt as much. Yeah, I can't imagine you'll be liked. <laughs> uh, actually, no. okay. I, I, I dude, I'm kidding. I, it's it's one of it's one of the things in the world that I'm probably perfect for. Except there, that there's no question. In fact, I think you should be the president.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm not one uh, of the think. United States of yes, America. you're here. Throw your hat in the ring. Let's go. Independent. He's, he's running. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Get rid of credit cards. No, we're done, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Live off the grid. <laughs> Thank you. Oh
4: God. <laughs> Don't have any
1: bags. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Uh, what do you need 65,000 signatures or $65,000 well, what,
4: what's the you, you, need, you need signatures in every place that in every state you want to run. Hmm. So, but to get onto the debate stage,
1: there, you need uh oh, 65,000 of something.
4: Yeah. What is
1: good? Uh, the, the Pete uh
2: Buddha judge.
1: Buddha judge. Here's he, a
2: fun trick for how to remember to pronounce it and it comes from him directly. Okay. Buddha judge. You say edge twice.
0: Buddha judge, Edge judge, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw him write Buttigieg. it like that. Boot edge edge. But why doesn't he just say say Buddha judge? Because that's basically. Because I don't think that's thing. how it's that's pronounced. How pronounce eh, it's close it. enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> it's <laughs> easier very to remember. Bulk now. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you said boot edge edge, I thought you said Buddha judge. I and, you but, did I Buddha but I didn't. Boot But I didn't. Jerk. I'm just saying it's so close. He's like,
2: very
0: handsome. He's handsome. Very charming. Now, who is this? person? He's running for president. But can you
5: imagine a mayor of South
0: Bend? Oh, okay. President, what? I just—I know this is a shitty way to look at it, but. Can you imagine a president? I, I guess you could say the same thing of Obama, but like Buddha judge, that's the well, president. Especially name? when it looks like, you know, butt judge or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's like,
1: so insane.
2: He's also the first homosexual candidate. You know?
1: Oh, I didn't know he was gay. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. yeah? oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. And very open about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's married.
2: His husband's name sounds like one of those like lacrosse rapists. It's like Branson or yeah, you know, know, one of those. Um, Cheston. Chestin. I think it might be Cheston.
1: Cheston? Cheston?
2: I mean Again, that's, somebody has the internet. Well, right,
1: right. <laughs> uh, you are as good as Garen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, a lot. yeah, I think it might be something I could. No, I, don't I don't know. know. I'm this computer out of the way <laughs> so I can move my hands around more things. Um, he is. I think he's wonderful. But here's the here's the truth. I think the people that you're trying to get uh, the Republicans that, that you don't that are anti-Trump are also probably going to be anti-gay. And I'm, I'm that, that is that's a generalization. That's a but, generalization. But it's I understand, not I understand that.
0: The question is: Are you trying to get those people, or are you trying to well, get people in the middle?
1: Those are that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the people that are that lean kind of leaned that lean left yeah. that you want to get away from that guy yeah. who, who don't want to vote for him anymore. But, you know what? Here comes this gay guy. That, well, that goes against everything. I, right. not, I can't vote for him. I, I, I want to stick with this. Set. Well, here's the thing. It sounds like uh, that said he's a white guy. So at least he's I know he's got that well, going for him. And I, thing- again, I, I say that going
4: for him. From in, their point of view. In the sense of, yeah. And again, that's a, a, a wide brush. From what from what I've heard, a lot of the people who voted for Trump voted for Obama. These are people who are, have self-interest. Obama said, hope and change. They were like, all right, I'd like some hope and change. They didn't get what they wanted from him. Trump said, I'm going to be different. All right, we'll vote for you. Right. They're not necessarily, like, those are the, the swing voters. Yeah. And I think if, if there was a gay candidate who... Now you can't just say stuff. I hope you have to actually have something behind it. If they, if they, if that person said the right thing, I think those voters would say, "All right, that sounds uh, the, well, I'll the, go yeah. for that."
0: The problem is right. a, a lot of the Democratic candidates are saying the things that p- those people want to hear because right. they realize there's some very basic issues yeah. that a lot of people are like, "Hey." You know, Trump didn't solve any of the stuff that we thought we wanted him to either. And so now it's like it's everyone's following Bernie's lead, basically, which is sort of like well,
4: it's good. That's one of the reasons why he ran besides yeah. wanting to be president. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess the Democratic convention is going to be in Wisconsin, which I, I that's that's a that's mm. like a, a tip of the hat to. Hey, we completely ignored you before.
0: <laughs> right. So well, that's the other thing I was going to say is like you could say like, oh, you know, they voted this way. But the, when the election was as close as it was and you, you know there's so many factors involved with why people voted the way they did you could have another like you know it sounds like Joe Biden's probably going to run mm-hmm. that, that's sort of the rumbling and he's kind of just like a uh, Sort of like the closest thing to like a a male version of of Hillary. Like it's it's an establishment Democrat, yeah. and I think that, I think like,
4: Biden running is a mistake because he's going to get me too'd I'm sorry, there's going to be he's some got a lot of thing. weirdness in his. He pe- yeah. says some strange stuff, and he likes yeah, rubbing people's, people's shoulders.
0: And yeah, it's it's.
4: Uh, what is it with like your shoulders,
0: rubbed? <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. But, it's
4: nice. Very comforting.
0: I, but it, it, I just think, like, you could say, like, oh, well, that's the wrong idea because he's basically Hillary and Hillary didn't win. It was like, yeah, right. but she almost did. No, And that's so true. maybe it is. I mean, who knows?
1: Uh, she, she did. She, yeah. Also, she did. Yeah. <laughs> Let's remember that part of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he shouldn't run only because there's a, a gazillion people running and younger and yeah. hipper and happening. But I think Joe Biden, uh, sadly, again, might be the, the exact guy you need for the next term well that's what to bring yeah. those people over and then hopefully get this back to well, you and I, Quote, unquote, yeah, the norm. Like
0: mm-hmm. you and I could both say, yeah, he's the wrong idea. But the polling suggests that that's I know. what people
1: want. <laughs> Look, as a guy that does comedy Pope in polling. places like Peoria yeah. and Appleton mm-hmm. and 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 you know towns like this, Grand Rapids, I don't see them voting for a gay guy. I right. just, I don't. Of course. And again, I not everybody. Certainly, some yeah, will, yeah.
0: but not enough. But not enough. Yeah, we're not there yet. Um, I mean, or maybe we are. I don't know. And, 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 you could have said that about Obama. You could say we're not there yet, and then he won. But it's uh, just. It seems like this is not the time for that risk.
1: I see a lot, again, When I'm in Erie, Pennsylvania, and, and I see yeah. Ken Schultz doing jokes about being gay and being stared at and booed. Right. You know that you're not, they're not voting for him. No, I know.
4: So well, I I I think. And again, it's all anecdotal. The the, the whoever ends up seeming like the most popular person that's the way to go yeah it's walkiness isn't isn't necessarily
0: yeah and it's kind of early to to get into the weeds of numbers because you could you know bernie and and biden pull high because people know them but they they don't necessarily they don't know gillibrand they don't know kamala harris if they're not in california so like that's just a factor of like awareness once once those people get out there and and they're also
1: closer the front of the alphabet so you know you lose interest (laughs) yeah that's true right it's like the yellow
4: page biden bernie
1: Hmm. I had to explain the yellow pages to my son the other day. <laughs> he was asking about it. He's like, yeah. Dad, what was the yellow pages? And uh, I thought I explained it well, but it, it, it seemed like he wanted to go into a lot more detail on it. It's like He's a, like, so people would. And, I, and then I said, well, that's the white pages. He goes, so somebody could just open up a like a catalog and find your phone number and call you. I go, yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> so is crazy that's, when you think that's about how it. Worked. I still yeah. get it. Do you oh, not really? get it
2: anymore. I still I like. We'll have this huge book at my door when I get home.
1: Yeah, you get the uh, the okay. yellow or the white or both. The,
2: the white, I think, and it's significantly thinner yeah. than it mm-hmm. once was. But it's still like, who are these people that yeah. don't know any better?
1: Right. Well, <laughs> are you in there though, or are, are we in there?
2: I don't think so. I've done the internet version of that, which is horrifying. They'll sort of list like your previous. Boyfriends and previous addresses uh-huh. and previous oh, addresses and, of your parents. And
4: incorrect mixtures of two different addresses as an example I've had.
2: Sure, I think if your name's Bob Smith, that well, would really Spell
1: your yes. last
4: name for me. I'd like no. to look up these ex-boyfriends no. of yours
2: No <laughs>
1: to see what these guys are. Uh, do you have a boyfriend currently? I do not. Right, now we learned that the last time you were here, There's I want to say, did. but, but yeah. maybe something's changed in the mid- uh, Oof,
2: what a couple of weeks. No, my
5: heart
1: <laughs> is,
2: is calcified and- Wait, wait, what? My heart is calcified. I just- That's
0: my favorite Celine Dion song.
2: (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So it's fine. It's a choice. God, everything just came to a really horrible halt.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you made it sad with a smile. It was the weirdest
2: thing. I know.
0: You brought it up, Jimmy. And I think she kind of made that same point last time. I don't
1: remember what happens on this show. Well...
0: I remember when it's sad like that. <laughs>
2: I made it I, I'm I'm on sad apps, last time too. And I've come across Elliot on many of well, them. Oh, you swipe right? It just—it's. am not actively
4: doing anything and, and right. I don't know which is which. I, I don't know, know which, which, which is which. is either.
1: right and which is, left. which is left? left? is right. Right is wrong.
2: All the swipey ones also have like a you know an X and an O or something. Okay. So like I'm not great at the swiping either. I'm a little dyslexic. Rights and lefts. No, confusing.
0: you don't want to mess that up. Yeah. Right. Look at this. You go like that. There's your left, right there. I
2: know. That's. I do that when I drive. It's very embarrassing. You do? Yeah. Well, 10 and 2. Keep those fucking hands on the wheel, well, You Anna. can. You can you can do an L with a. That's true.
1: It was crap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would drive like that all the time then. But if, if I were you, i I understand someone, my directions.
2: I'll do it like, "Oh, hang one of those. Make one of those." It's just uh, it works better.
0: Well, now I need to know though. Elliot, is it which is which is uh yes and which is no? In Typically
4: yes is right.
0: Oh, okay. You swipe right so when you want. So swipe left if I have no interest.
4: Hang yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a Louie if I don't want to date sure. you. As it's a, a cultural left-handed. thing that left, that left is bad.
0: Yeah, I, as a left-handed person, I'm very offended by this.
1: <laughs> Unless in the 80s, you had an earring, left is right, right is wrong. That was the uh, mm-hmm. the phrase uh, back in those days. I
4: also have to say, I'm disappointed because I actually thought I disabled all of those apps. So
2: I haven't done it recently myself either. So
4: mm-hmm. Back in the day, though,
1: she was on it and could not swipe left fast enough <laughs> based on what she just said. Those are her words, <laughs> not mine.
0: Mean, or press the button because she's not good with Lesson, right? yes
2: that's true X's but everyone's on all of them is the thing you know yeah. i know you you're married on one, people. one sort of assume that like this is the hookup one and this is the this mm-hmm. and like none of that is true like everyone does all of them just huh. in case hmm hmm fyi
1: okay for your information yeah <laughs> did you get this uh, first name of the uh yes uh, it is chaston
2: chaston 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 Chastin? chaston Chas- what him. did she
4: say she mm-hmm. said chaston but isn't that the word Chasen?
2: no there's a t in there
4: yeah Chasen yeah. has a T, doesn't it?
2: I've heard him say yeah. it Chasten, C-H-A-S-T-E-N.
4: Of course you pronounce it that way, because otherwise people are saying Chasten you all the time.
2: What's wrong with that? Chasten
4: Buttigieg? Yeah, right. I mean, Chasten actually sounds more like a name than Chasten. Buttigieg? But it has Buttigieg? a meaning,
0: which is to... A lot of names have meanings. All right. yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy means to pry something open with a
1: screwdriver. Right. Ellie <laughs> means to uh, chat too much. <laughs> so, like, every name has a background. Right, Elliot. Uh, everywhere loses in story. elections. Like everything
2: has a reason. Everything <laughs> happens for a reason.
0: <laughs> um did you find out was is it Justin Lynn, the Lynn Jeremy Lynn
2: Jeremy Lin.
0: Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Okay, we were right about the J part. Damn right we were. Well you were, I right. wasn't. And no, I was there. actually I think it Justin was. Justin Lin Hannah. is a
2: director.
0: No big deal. Oh yes. Yeah, no he directed big. one of the Fast and the Furious.
2: Movies. True, yeah. yes.
1: No big deal, you said. So we move on from it.
2: <laughs> No big deal. Okay. Fast and the Furious. Let's get into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I have nothing. I've never let's seen those get
1: movies. Into hey, if you're if you're here today, who's at Podswag today?
2: Marissa, and I had to at, I okay, truth be told, I sit I replied to your email and said yes, yes, a thousand times, yes. yes. And then I immediately was like, oh Marissa, please let me, please, please, please. And she gets it. Yeah. She gets it. Especially with oh, you know this. She so, gets there's an affinity here.
0: Two people don't get their how do this get made t shirt until the next day. Who cares?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's so important? What will I do without my Pulp <laughs> enamel
2: pin? yeah i must
1: have that i'm sure marissa can slide that into an envelope yeah. now is it just the two of you, you guys have uh interns over there helping you out is God, there a-
2: i wish no it's just the two of us and oh. we by the way have this big warehouse downtown like we don't keep anything in the office sure. so like often i will be like i'll be back in an hour i have to go to the warehouse which is a thing that i say at this job now <laughs> so uh yeah that's why do you have to go to the warehouse we take turns It kind of depends On what else is going on And it's like fun To get out of the office Even yeah. if that's where you're going Right
1: Otherwise you're stuck Listening to Colin And trying to decipher What he's saying <laughs> <laughs> I mean
2: he's not really We don't interact A Perfect, ton right
1: You don't need lie me getting <laughs> up your face
2: Sure 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 Yeah that's exactly it
1: Yeah right? I just nod and smile I assume he's saying Something nice to me Because I'm told He likes my show mm-hmm. mm. Colin's the your talent liaison I guess that is He's technically An executive producer Of the show mm. Of this show Yeah no.
2: his, his name is <laughs> Is at the end of all the episodes. It is, yeah. I can't so. make it
1: that far. But
2: he's like the head of creative, I would say. <laughs> okay. He's kind of, you know, an executive. Does he know that? <laughs> yes, he knows that. He's like one of the adults. There's sort of a very distinct kids' table and adults' uh-huh. table.
1: I okay. Think. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So he's at the adult table holding court and we're just going. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think
0: anyone with a British accent automatically gets contested at the adult table because it sounds more, you know, like it sounds more proper. It does. You're like, I oh, know. this guy knows who he's talking about. But in his case, I, I don't
1: know what he's saying.
0: No, I never understand a word that guy says. He could be <laughs> hatching some terrorist plot for a
1: week. I just nod, smile. Uh <laughs>
2: huh. I walk
1: walk out with a dynamite belt. (laughs) There's
2: that director, Sidney Lumet, like from the 70s, Mm -hmm. Dog Day Afternoon, all of Mm -hmm. that. And he would always have British second ADs. Whoever's the one that really calls action and really is like the asshole on set, so the the director doesn't have to be, would always pick British guys because it felt more civil. And if someone is yelling Mm -hmm. at everyone, it just kind of like improves the vibe of the set for a British guy to be doing it i know smart guy wait was
0: that in that book bu- i think he wrote it a book was. yeah i read that book that's a yeah. great book
2: i went to emerson film school also Oh happy. have you know. i did not know that yeah. what year all of us um wait or if you mm. don't mind asking 2004
0: um, oh well yeah. that's i'm like 10 years ahead of you so don't act like that's <laughs> no. a long time ago
2: <laughs> i mean i have nothing to do with that monstrosity on sunset boulevard let me tell right. you
0: that no we never got to enjoy that no. they built a whole camp like right next across enjoy from
1: roscoe's by, or the coward gulch
2: Yes. Oh, it's over there. Yeah. What's it's, the
1: other one? Isn't there another one on Sunset? The or maybe the, there's the,
2: like a recording studio school. But yeah. I right. don't know anyone who.
1: Oh, I don't even know about that
2: one. Yeah, it's like in the Which, lobby of Old Earwolf, actually. Yeah. Oh, Weirdly. Yeah.
0: No, 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 oh, no.
2: It is literally called, like, the Recording oh. College School for Recording Arts.
0: But it's, it's still, it's also Emerson? No, 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 no Oh, it's no, just no. a different it's thing. It's just, oh, like, gotcha. teaches gotcha.
2: dudes to be DJs or something. <laughs> I, I have to assume. Very
0: helpful. So you could watch a 10-minute YouTube video or go to that school.
1: <laughs>
2: right,
5: right, right, right. Well,
1: yeah. that wasn't the, you know, Columbia College in Chicago was basically, it started as that, like, the, uh-huh. a broadcast school. Yeah. And it. Uh, you know, then it broadened out to theater. You what know, well, I things. think actually
0: Emerson's just started as a public speaking school. Like it was just a guy teaching people. Oh, yeah, really?
2: We have to take speech. Yeah. like Everyone before Very you can annoying. graduate. It was just like one of these weird prerequisites.
0: Yeah. Where, Voice uh, and articulation. What did yeah. you give your speech on?
2: I did a Conan O'Brien something, something where I just like quoted a stand up something. Oh, but we did have to there was a debate about like gay marriage and I had to. Speak for the side that I do not believe, um, but I won. Oh,
1: what, what, what side would that be? Like? I mean, <laughs> so there clear on the program. I think, think
2: Buddha Judge is doing the right thing. I yeah. like that he's rolling that way. So, um, yeah, I had to. I don't like
1: that you're saying rolling, but I hear what you're
5: <laughs>
0: getting at. I mean, again, she definitely is saying Buddha Judge. It's like I'm a, not. It's like a Buttigieg. a Buddhist who is she's also ad- educating She's not saying adjudicating Buddha Judge,
1: right? Well, that's it, for sure. But wait, what is it's it? Boot it's, it? How did
4: ed- it's, it? Boot, it's boot edge edge.
1: Boot edge edge. Boot yes. edge edge. Boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. edge edge. But she's saying boot judge Boot judge. No! You have to know you are. <laughs> you have to know you are. Okay,
2: I'll work on it. And
1: you it. were the one who scolded me. I know. Maybe somebody at the door. Maybe somebody at the door. All
2: right, I'll get that.
1: I see some sort of movement. They must have snuck in because I did not I think the door was open. Do not, for love God, do not open that door. Oh, boy. Good heavens, don't open that door. There you go. Richard Blade has just walked in with what can only be described as pearly white smile <laughs> and uh, uh, weighs. I'm going to say, if I Richard, if I'm 77 pounds, <laughs> 79, 79. You bumped up. well, You had wow. a donut this morning. Uh, Richard Blade has just walked in. Now, Hannah, explain to Richard uh, what you're supposed to say. Had you gotten up in time as opposed to you? Running I was your mouth
2: supposed to say uh, hi I'm Hannah I'm Jimmy Pardo's assistant you should know that you'll be joining a live record as you enter just sit there nicely and then they will address you um, once they're ready to
1: right okay. yes and we've uh, right. we've already done all that. <laughs>
2: And am I sitting nicely? I think you are. Very
1: and where? Yeah, indeed. All right. Speaking of I mean, the the Brits and wonderful accents, yeah. Richard Blade has just walked in. Now, Richard, of course, is a uh, broadcast legend. Yep. Right. There's only there's only way to say it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I recently read his book uh, "World in Your Eyes." world in my world in your eyes in my eyes in my eyes yeah. uh, based on the depeche mode lyric or song title
3: absolutely and i asked martin for permission and he gave it to me but of course he did richard why would he say why would oh, he not and there's also he, a microphone right there you, didn't,
1: you know you didn't have to ask for permission for that right
3: yeah and it's not a copyright phrase but i'm friends with the guy and i didn't want to just do it without asking oh, you know nice of you. so nice. it's like going up to a girl and kissing her without asking permission first you always should
2: yeah you oh, can't there. do that anymore those uh, days yeah. are over. Remember yeah. the
1: old days? You could just kiss whoever you wanted to.
2: Who was the Oscars with Halle Berry? Um, uh,
1: Mark, was it Mark Walmer? No, uh, it's
2: the pianist guy.
0: Oh yeah, uh, what was oh, the, yeah. that actor's a, name? Adrian Brody.
2: Yes, and he sort of got oh, up right, with right. a lot of excitement, and then sort of like dips her, like she's like a World War II nurse, you know, that kind of thing, which is <laughs> yeah, like
1: planted a big. Kiss at the, on the
2: him. time, I think it was charming, but not anymore. No, no,
1: can't no. Do that anymore. I still found it very charming. I'm going to watch that video when I get home. Plus, it's Halle, Halle Berry. Yeah. Right?
2: Very <laughs> attractive. Right. How can you not?
1: <laughs> you now, Richard Blade's got a, uh, a sordid past as well. We <laughs> Read his book. He's got a, uh, this guy's oh got God. craziness in his past. I didn't know about any of that. All right. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Richard Blade has just walked in very exciting wait were we in the middle of something before um, were we, what were we, ta- we were talking about something with, with oh you were hey, I'm sorry Is Richard hang tight for a second please you were talking about uh, the speech you, you you had to take the side of uh, uh, yeah. of anti yes, that's gay true. marriage
2: um, so yes in a debate class in college we went to the same school and debate and speech was a big part of the curriculum and I had to argue against gay marriage which is not what I believe and I won the debate and I felt weird about it you should Thanks. I hope you apologize. <laughs> did
0: you apologize to everyone afterwards?
2: I just felt funny, and I think you know we all assumed that uh, I don't know, probably like ended that particular class like in a weird. Dip. How did you win that? Because hey, I, ma- I I made the the argument of like I'm just representing my constituency, mm. and this is what they want. But like again, I do not isolate that clip. Please, that's not how I feel. Disagree.
3: I'm leaving. I don't blame you, Richard. I would bail
1: on this. We had no idea we had this kind of homophobia happening in our studio. All right, Richard Blade is here. Hannah, of course, is sitting in for Garen. We're thrilled to have her here uh, taking time away from Podswag. So as we mentioned, somebody is not getting their uh, Dave Holmes uh, ball cap. Uh, But more importantly, Richard Blade is here. We'll be back right after this. Now, Matt, you've heard me talk about this because you've been sitting next to me. And then you will also have some things to say about it. But we've talked about hymns before hmm, and how hymns. they are helping guys look their best. Yes. This is 4hims.com. Mm-hmm. is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Yeah. Now, listen. If you've used 4 com before, you know how simple it is. It's easy. You go there. You get the product that you want. You, and Before you know it, it's at your house.
0: No doctor's office visit. No nonsense where you're embarrassed about... Uh, showing your face in public
1: right just
0: do it easy peasy on the internet and then the stuff shows up at your door
1: now let's say you're you're embarrassed of being bald or you're going bald mm-hmm. thanks to science baldness can be optional yeah no more awkward in-person doctor's visits i feel like i just heard that somewhere <laughs> Did you mention the long pharmacy lines? I did not. Well, no more of
0: those. Those are those are the worst lines, don't you think? I think I would put that above the DMV, because the DMV, I'm just like, this is a, you know, you have to do it every once in a while. It's a bureaucracy, whatever. It's, it's not great, but... Like if you have a prescription you need filled, that's a that's a regular thing in your life. And it just never makes sense why it's so slow.
1: Well, I'll tell you why it's always so slow. You're always behind some old person mm-hmm. with uh, that doesn't understand that they, too, were just there a week ago <laughs> right. and that they they need a renewal and, and they're in the wrong line. Then they move. It. So, yeah. And then, you know.
0: But doesn't it just
1: that then that just leads to some
0: calcification of the system itself. They just like don't. They just go slowly because they know everyone expects it to be slow.
1: I've said it before. I'll say it again. We should all die at 80. <laughs> and here's a way to prolong that life is go to four That is not at all what they do for a living. They do,
0: No, they but do, if you want to look good. That's right. Thank you, Matt. As you go on that journey to the great beyond.
1: Uh, look, you go online. It's discreet. It's confidential. Uh, you answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review that. If they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe your medication uh, to treat hair loss shipped directly to your door. Bing, bam, boom. If you order now, listeners can get started with Four Hims Complete Hair Kit for just five bucks. That's while supplies last. Very reasonable. Of course, subject to doctor's approval, restrictions apply. See the website for full details. Now, this would cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. But if you go to slash Pardo, that is F O R H I M S dot slash Pardo, uh, you're going to get that complete hair kit for five dollars. I'm trying out forhims. dot slash pardo. The company's name is For Hymns. The company's name is Hims. Yes, it is. <laughs> the website's for Hims. Yeah, that's right, Matt. Company is Hims. The website is forhims. dot com slash pardo uh, to take advantage of this. For Hims, grow it, show it. Hey, never miss a sweat session with Open Fit. That's right. Open Fit's a brand new, super simple streaming service that gives you access to custom, tailored, original workouts on your computer, web-enabled television tablet smartphone and roku bottom line wherever you can stream
0: yes. OpenFit open fit is there so convenient and who doesn't have one of or more of those things
1: well, they got handy a, they got a bunch of different uh workouts too that you can exercise right from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day you can lose up to five, 15 i almost said five and that's not what they're telling me to tell you yeah you can lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days whoa now here's the deal about uh this is what i like about it is um i've only got 10 minutes today Mm-hmm. You, you pop this baby on. Yeah. Hey, I don't have time to go to the gym today. You don't need to. You pop this on your, uh, you put it on your phone if you want to. Maybe yeah. you're in a hotel room. Use uh, it there. Uh, you Maybe you got your tablet at home. Maybe you want to put it on the big right. screen in your living room.
0: I'm, oh, do, I'm doing this. I oh, just started it. I'm, open fit. I'm super excited because uh, I, you know, I don't, I had been jogging. My knees aren't good for that. Uh, I, I need something that doesn't require me to go somewhere because mm-hmm. that just feels like too much of a, Hassle for a daily or like a routine that I need to keep up over time. This is as simple as it could possibly be. It's right in my home. I could do it at home. I could even do it if we're you know doing a, a road g- if we're Absolutely. traveling. Well, that's what
1: I've been saying about the hotel funny. room. That's an yeah, example of where you right. can do you this. Can
0: pull my iPad out or, you can just, or pull my phone out and just do it. Do it there. You put your butt on <laughs> sure, you what it. Sure, that gives you it burns a couple calories. <laughs> sure, of course it does. <laughs> that's that's mostly what I'm doing for exercise. Is that not good? No, I mean it, it's it, it certainly is better than nothing. I've been told it's it's actually healthy for your prostate. So. So that's why i do it at least four times a day
1: well here's a if you combine that with what you can do with open fit yeah. you're gonna lose weight in no time buddy okay. and have a healthy prostate yeah open fit has changed the way that i worked out certainly again with the code pardo mm-hmm. um you could join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you again i say use the code pardo and start using open fit for your journey to a healthier life right now during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, listeners of Never Not Funny can get a special extended 30-day free trial. Damn. That is a membership to OpenFit for 30 days free, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text Pardo, P-A-R-D-O, to 30-30-30. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts, all the nutrition information, totally free. And again, you just, uh, this is how simple. You text Pardo. Matt, in fact, Matt just did it. I did. You text Pardo. To thirty, thirty, thirty. I'll
0: tell you what it does. It just sends you a message right back. Congratulations! Your special free thirty-day trial of OpenFit has been unlocked. I wish I'd had this when I was signing up, but now it's here, so you guys can enjoy it. And then it gives you a link, and uh, you click that link, and you yeah. off to the races.
1: Uh, listen, OpenFit uh, is the way to go. Again, it's convenient. It, it's uh, look for thirty. Uh, even if you don't you don't lose fifteen pounds, let's say you lose four. That's a win. Mm-hmm. It's just
0: about moving your body around, getting your heart rate up. It's, That's right. It's good for you. Uh-huh. Don't worry about the pounds. It's not, it's not about pounds. Uh, well, they're kind of stressing it here. Okay. Well, I'm telling you. I'm a doctor. Yeah, you are not. You're not a doctor. No? No. Okay. Well, go ahead then. Just listen to these guys. They
1: seem to know what they're they're doing. OpenFit seems to have a little better idea what they're doing here. They don't come to, they they don't brag that they know how to produce podcasts, do they? Then don't tell them how to do their business. I apologize to OpenFit. Thank you. OpenFit accepts. (laughs) You're you're another spokesman? I am. Okay. Well, I am for the next two seconds. All right. Uh, Text Pardo to 303030 and you're going to get OpenFit totally free for 30 days. OpenFit. A better way to fit. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 24-6. That's what I'm calling it, mm-hmm. 24-6. Uh, it's actually 2406 if you're an OCD weirdo sitting at home. Uh, Richard Blade is here with us, uh, the legendary broadcaster. Now, now, of course, people in LA know Richard, yeah. uh, but uh, but then you got uh, notoriety nationwide and, of course, worldwide now because of Sirius XM uh-huh. uh, with the uh, first wave.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and
1: are you also on The Pulse or are you just on First
3: Wave? Now it's just First Wave. I did okay. uh, The Pulse for a while. What was but- The Pulse? The pulse is kind of Dave Matthews. Oh, if I you like, like Dave why Matthews? were you on that? Uh they wanted me on it to do like a nighttime show and um when I was on it they didn't want me to be, you know, excited about the music like I am with uh, the 80s. So it was like, <laughs> you know, I had to that's be that's more that's mellow. It's it like, well, I hear uh, Dave Matthews is going to be going on tour and hopefully playing uh, some of his album tracks, like this one we have queued up for you right now. It's Ants Marging. <laughs> you know, and I love like, <laughs> oh! it. Right so.
1: But why? I guess my question is, why you? Because what, what I love about you is your joy and your passion. Yeah. So if you take that away from Richard Blade, why would they go, hey, you know, because just that, is
3: it just the British voice? Is it just the- I think so. They just wanted the uh, the accent on there, and I mean, yeah. I do IDs and stuff for um, some of the dance channels like Electric Area, which is now Diplo's Re- Revolution, and um, but then they mess with my voice, which is cool. So I'll read something like Diplo, Tiesto, and Skrillex on the road together, and then when they put it on the air, it goes Diplo, is, Tiesto, is Skrillex on the road together, oh. and um, they mess with that which is great. I mean, they just want an English voice for like European artists when they're coming over. So right. that's fair enough. But my main thing is first wave. Yes, it is. Yeah. If it hasn't got to Pesh mode, then I'm not doing it. <laughs> Boy, you're, and by the way, I'm
1: glad you said it first because enough with the mode in you. <laughs> right. Holy shit. I grew now, I lived here in the eighties. I went to, the, I lived in Pasadena, which I believe where K rock was based oh, at that absolutely. time. Absolutely. Right? Pasadena. Uh, yeah.
3: And you, uh, <laughs> that's when you were on I, 86, 87. I think you were there, right? Yeah. I was there from 82 onwards on Los Robles right across from the Hilton in Pasadena okay yeah
1: and uh I just remember a lot a lot of Depeche Mode oh yeah <laughs> so when I finally I ended up becoming friends with Kevin and Bean and I would go on there I go so how long till you guys play Depeche Mode when does that happen <laughs> and they were like that was just Richard played yeah. <laughs> um but you, you you mentioned earlier you're friends with those guys and but
3: that's your favorite band as well right absolutely uh Depeche Mode the Police and the Beatles love all three and uh but if there was one band I could see live any band, living or dead, I could see live. Wait, hang on now. Any band you could see live, are they still,
1: touring as a unit? No, no. Uh, That's why ever, I said living or dead. So did you ever get a chance to see them?
3: No, never okay, got a chance to see them. But I love them. We and, love guessing
1: games on here. Let's and, try to figure it out. I'll give you a clue. Often a clue.
3: when I'm driving home from a gig at night, and I'm heading through downtown Los Angeles with the lights of the building, I will queue up a specific the song. The Doors. Absolutely. Got wow. it in one. Nice. I would love to have seen The Doors in concert. Now, so. but, but you no, know, You've heard the stories, right? That, oh, yeah. they're supposed to be <laughs> horrible life. I know, but there's something about Jim Morrison and his charisma that uh, mm-hmm. I would love to have seen because, I mean, they weren't around for that long a time either. You know, it's amazing right. how many groups just had a short period, but what an impact. And... Maybe it's because now they're colored in my mind because of Apocalypse Now and the use of their music in movies. But I would love to have been there fly on the wall at one of the concerts.
1: I I I watch. In fact, I just bought on Blu-ray the uh, Doors to the Hollywood Bowl, Uh and because I'm too, I'm I'm mesmerized by Jim Morrison. Even when he's horrible, Mm -hmm. there's still something about him spinning around like Stevie Nicks, or it's like, (laughs) look at that guy in those leather pants. Like, there's something magical about him, and then he sings, and he's atrocious. But um, (laughs) I too, I uh, what is your
3: favorite Doors song? It would be. (sighs) There's so many. I I can I to put. I could tell you now and then you could ask me in three minutes and maybe a different answer. There's obviously Riders on the Storm and Light My Fire, which are two that come to me right away. But then I do love the end and Break On Through. I love the way Break On Through is so manic in such a short period of time. It's like two minutes and 50 yeah, yeah, seconds. Yeah. But it's just great. I, I love it. And it takes me back. You know, I used to listen to them when I was driving in Europe. They would keep me awake. And I've, I've always, it's one of those American bands used to dream of coming over to the States to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you ever heard the Naxx version of Break On Through? No. Oh, it's really great.
3: Yeah? Yeah, they used to do that live in concerts. Oh, I'm
1: uh, going to have to look that up. Yeah, I think you know, you'll find it somewhere on the internet. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, really, really great. Cool. Uh, Riders on the Storm is mine, in case somebody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah my favorite door song
3: and the uh, end would be number two and you know Riders on the Storm has got a, a lot of different versions they've done a lot of uh, what I call Ibiza chill versions you know Ibiza that island in the Mediterranean which has all the techno music you know after the party's over like 7 in the morning they put on these chill mixes so mm. you can lie on the beach and just oh my god and they have some <laughs> great chill versions of Riders on the Storm
1: it's, it's pretty chill it's, to begin with yeah. how, how so much more chill does it need <laughs> <Yeah>. to be <laughs> just
3: I mean, got I'm, a rain
0: stick for three minutes yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and when that song came out in england it was a big hit but the tours the doors weren't touring and the song was on top of the pops and it was like the people behind top of the pops which was the show every kid in england was required to watch top of the pops right. if you if you made top of the pops you're gonna have a huge hit so the record company was like oh my god what what do we do you know we've got no video for it because the were, videos weren't big at the time, and so for Riders on the Storm, they literally put someone on a horse riding through Hyde Park in London in the pouring rain. And that's it for four and a half minutes. And <laughs> okay. I remember that as a kid being fascinated because I loved the song, and I was just waiting for something to happen, but nothing happened. Person <laughs> 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 on a horse in a storm. It was that was like it. Song Rings
1: the Same, the uh, the Zeppelin movie, where it's like, yeah. why is he on a horse now for no reason whatsoever? <laughs> the same vibe. Uh, Richard Blade is here. He's taking time away from talking about Depeche Mode. Serious <laughs> um, a, a XM 80s on eight. My son's a huge fan. My son's 11 years old. Oh. And uh, when I told him you were coming on the show, he got very excited. Because oh. uh, he, uh, whatever, like he loves, my son loves 80s music. But cool. whenever we are in the car and you start talking, he's like, Dad, it's Richard Blade. Turn it up.
3: <laughs> well, you give me a time and I'll give him a shout out on the Oh, end. seriously, you we'll, we'll do a little surprise shout out for oh, him. Oh,
1: jeez. No, well, that's... uh oh, that's fine. You work no, out a time. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, wow. We'll,
0: and oh, I'll wait. play him to Mode. Oh no! no, no. <laughs> Oh my God. God! Don't do that. <laughs> what would he want? What's his? What, I know he loves Rick Astley, but what's he? What's his big thing right now?
1: Boy, that's a great question. I don't know what his favorite. You know, whenever I ask him what his favorite is, it's always like I like them all, Dad.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Kids can't pick out. Like my kids have no ability to say what a favorite is.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, you know, we went to. Uh, it was actually competing against your show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You guys were at the um, Microsoft. Microsoft, yeah. and we went to the Wilton. Uh huh. Uh, with ABC. And uh, the outfield, and we went that to that shit. Wait, was that the one competing against you, or were you guys? was it the Greek one? That was Probably competing? the Greek one. With uh, Paul Young and Howard yeah, and, Howard Mid-Jour. Mid-Jour, yeah. and uh, maybe Howard Jones. Yeah,
3: Retro Futura. That's right. That's right, yeah.
1: Now, do you guys get in a ring and fight that out of who's going <laughs> to get who? <laughs> Which one does Berlin go to?
3: The one with me. I know it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, no, we don't fight it out. I mean, the promoters get behind uh, you know the the mics and, and the phones and say to the agents, "Oh, come on, we want to do this, we want to do that," and they give you all kinds of BS as why they're going to do one over the other. But really, all they're doing is trying to bid up the price yeah. for the artist. Right. But uh, there's certain tours they have their own packages. Like Retro Futura goes out across the country and they do their own thing. Lost Eighties Live does the same thing uh, with um, the Eighties Weekends. That's just a Southern California thing. Oh, it is. Yeah. Hmm. So even though they get requests from New York and Chicago and Miami to take it there, the promoters are big in Southern California, and they don't just do 80s. They do freestyle. Right. They do uh, hip-hop and uh, hardcore rap events as well. So they know the local market, and they don't want to kind of dilute it. Oh, interesting. So uh, that's why sometimes they can't get the ones that are on the other packages. I see. And you're part of the one that's coming up at the Greek in September, is it? Yeah, I'm okay. actually going to do one at the Microsoft in July and then one at the Greek in September. Which And, wo- and who's on the one in, ju- in July? Are you? Doing- the one in July is Andy Bell of Erasure. Okay. And uh, also uh, ABC is coming. Oh, they're coming back. Uh, yeah, and uh, the English Beat is going to be on it. The Alarm, Mike Peters and the Alarm oh, is going nice to be there. And then they've thrown in a couple of fun hip-hop acts because they found that in the 80s shows, there's certain artists that people would not go and see because they're more into the Durans and the Depeche modes but you put them in to an 80s bill and they're like I've always wanted to see them guilty pleasure so uh, Vanilla Ice is on the bill (laughs) and Tone Loke so, well, I mean, do it. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right so it's going to be a, a real fun one. And then the other package, the one at the Greek theater, I'm also going to do the next night in Vegas. And that's Lost 80s Live. And yeah. that's uh, Flock of Seagulls, Missing Persons, Wang Chung, The Outfield, right. as you mentioned, and um, 14 other bands. Yeah, that's, that wow. one's got a lot of, uh, yeah. like. Uh, I uh, did it last year in Vegas, and it's outdoors. And when they were setting up, it, we were doing a sound check about three in the afternoon and there were all the high rise buildings around reflecting the sun oh. and I liked the heat but I felt like I was just walking really? into an, an <laughs> inferno I mean you could you could see the, the skin blistering <laughs> off Mike's score from a flock of seagull's face it was just it was crazy but uh, thank goodness they had these giant fans I mean 12 feet high these fans on stage with water pouring in front of them so that's the only alive. reason we survived and Till the sun went down. But yeah. it, was, it was a fun one. And you go out between every act on those shows? Yeah, on those shows, every single act. Because uh, Lost 80s Live only has one stage so they have to change things oh. around but they're very good they have all the uh, drums on like mobile risers they mm-hmm. push in and out so it's only like a three to four minute cover so I'll go out at there chat to the crowd tell them a little story play play one song maybe take an instant request to jump off the cra- uh, into the crowd and with a microphone kind of doing a, you know like a game show host thing mm-hmm. and ask a couple of trivia questions and then get back on so people love it. it it makes it a lot of fun the worst thing is you know you plan out okay on this set I'm going to do this, this, and this, and then bring the band on, and you jump back on, and you go, and ladies and gentlemen, and then you look over, and the promoter's going, stretch, right. they're not ready, and you go, oh, my gosh, you have to fill for 10 minutes. Um, so you're like, oh, let me tell you why I parked today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, uh, I, I went to one of the last weekends, and you were not there. It was uh, downtown Julie Brown, uh-huh. and that happened to her, and uh, bless her heart, yeah, didn't know what to do. <laughs> kind, of, uh, kind of got a little bit... Uh,
3: yeah, she's she's lovely. I'm I'm yeah. working with her in November in the Dominican Republic. We're going to do a gig and I've done mm-hmm. several gigs, but I have the advantage just because I work just about every weekend and mm-hmm. you know do private parties and everything mm-hmm. like that. So I'm used to having to fill, you know, and Julie is fantastic at you give you tell her fill for 2 minutes and she will just entertain the crowd. Mm-hmm. But if you then pull a little, you know, stretch on her that she wasn't expecting, it, it's hard because it's like, wow, I've, I've done all my bit. Right. Now yeah. what do I do? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and not being a stand-up comedian, it, it's hard for her. Sure. But she is great because she's a great dancer. I mean, she won championships in Europe. That's how she kind of oh, came wow. over to MTV. So she'll do a little dance and she'll tell some jokes. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, for, for anyone to have the rug pulled out from underneath sure, you at the last minute, it, it's a hard thing. So you know, hell
1: I do it for a living. And when yeah. somebody, you know, if you think you're doing 45 minutes and then the
3: waitresses aren't
1: done and they tell you this like, well, I already adjusted for the
3: 45. Yeah. Now you got to figure it out. So I did that once for Sam Kinison. I was opening for Sam Kinison and in the um, Redondo Beach. Uh, it was, I think it was called The Strand in okay. Redondo Beach. Mm-hmm. And it was one of his last ever gigs. I mean, it might have been his last gig because I think he was driving to Vegas right afterwards. Wow. And uh, I was doing like a 40-minute thing. So I had – back then, I was not as um, practiced as I am now. And I had giveaways. So, I had a bunch of records, final, and uh, ask your parents if you don't. Know, if you're under 30, <laughs> you don't understand. And I was giving it out to the crowd. So, I was doing trivia and some, you know, name that tune and all that kind of stuff. And so, I, I got through and I had like 50 minutes of material to do and I, for 40 minutes, but then it turned to 50 minutes and then he was late. Oh, no. It's so okay. I had to film for another 45 minutes. Wait, wait, oh so there's no 90 night. minutes? Yeah, 90 minutes. And they were there to see a comedian. Not you. Not me. They weren't there to see me. <laughs> I mean, they knew I was there. And, oh, cool, that DJ from the radio, maybe I'll win an album. And that was great. And that was fine for 40 minutes. But I'll tell you, pulling teeth to try. And, I'm standing on stage like... What do I do? I mean, there was moments of absolute silence right. from holding the microphone, and when he finally showed up, I was so happy. And he just—he didn't even stop. He just literally walked in the door, went straight on to the door, went, Ah!
1: That <laughs> was awesome. Thank heavens! Uh, all right, Richard Blade is here. We're thrilled that he's here. He's taking time away from his uh, very busy schedule for the Sirius XM, which we love. Uh, but let's check in with Hannah over at the uh, well. It's supposed to be the Pop Culture Bees Info Desk, sponsored by Dogpile.com. Uh, but uh, you have your own laptop.
2: That's true. I don't feel right taking on Garren's whole persona and no. fake company that you've given him.
1: <laughs> you sure, certainly no, shouldn't. no. That's not a fake
2: company. The, pop- the dog pop- pile part. Well, that part
1: yes, but it's. Uh,
2: it's I'm some... my own pile. Please.
1: <laughs> hmm. 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 I don't know. You can't be happy with that.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. I sorry,
1: Hannah. What anything of important happened over the weekend?
2: Um, I saw Captain Marvel and did not enjoy it. Oh. oh uh-oh. Actually, for a music-related reason. Why? The music cues made me want to kill myself. It was Achoo. so on the nose. Every single mm. song was like, remember the 90s? Yeah. And I, I saw it with perhaps friend of the show, Jordan Morris from Jordan, sure. Jesse yeah. very good friend of mine. And I did whisper at one point, totally joking, if they play just a girl, I am f- out. Mm-hmm. I am booking it. Not ever expect. I mean, who's going to It's the first Marvel superhero who's a woman. They can't do I'm just a girl. And the big final fight song. Yeah. Sure. And it was just like, oh I was joking.
1: Now, you know he wept at that movie. (laughs) I know. He wept. And it was from that that when they played Just a Girl. That's when I cried. No, it's Courtney. But but I did. That was,
0: and I loved the movie, but that was the thing. I was like, God, that is really.
1: And then Unnecessarily Kiss Me Deadly by Lita Ford
3: (laughs) during the karaoke. Now, I haven't seen it yet. I hear the one problem, though, is that she is so powerful that she can move planets and destroy spaceships just by flying through them. And it's like, how is... Anyone going to stand against her? More Matt's
2: area. I'm not a Marvel person. But, yeah, it's like she's just been, like, hanging out, doing other things for the past 25 (laughs) years, and only in this new one will she return.
0: Right, like, where has
3: she been?
2: There have been a lot of, like...
3: There's been End some problems for
2: first right. level, you know, stakes up until now. Like, yeah. what has she been doing?
3: Right, the presidential election. <laughs> right. Where right. was she? Where <laughs>
2: right. were well, well, you, you
3: Captain Marvel? Marvel. Yeah, November 8th. Come on.
2: Yeah. You could,
0: you yeah. yeah.
3: Push some buttons. Did, but you enjoyed it?
0: I did. He yeah. wept. I'm Richard. a sucker for, for Marvel movies. I, I like the
3: whole mythology, how everything ties together. And yeah. So no, I, I, I love the extended universe. Yeah. I'm not into Deadpool. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get into Deadpool. To me, that left me cold because I'm yeah. more into a hero, hero. Right, you right. know, it was, it was a little too smart for me, a little too aggressively. Yeah, but that smug was just and, me. Yeah. You know, no, I, 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 I know why people would like it. Yeah, but Captain Marvel was something that. If,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, if if you like Guardians of the Galaxy and and uh, you know uh, all these other movies, I, I feel like if you're invested in the overarching story that they've been telling for ten years, then I think you'll enjoy it. If you're not, then I don't know. Maybe your mileage varies a little bit. Yeah, but. Um,
2: it made so much money though I felt hesitant to kind of slam it until it just made a Bajillion dollars, and right. then I was like, and you're like, oh, okay, it's I okay." Still to be say. a feminist and <laughs> yeah. hate this movie. They sure. don't need me. Everyone else went right. to see it. And she, oh, yeah, what,
3: good. Sorry, sorry. sorry, no, no you got go As I say, she is brilliant. I mean, when I saw her in Room, I'd never seen her she's before. Great. Oh, my oh she's, what she's, a yeah. film! That yeah. is so good. incredible. I could watch that anytime. Yeah, yeah know that she's was great.
1: great in Room. Yeah. Read exactly into what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. She's great in Room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not care for the movie. Right, uh, Captain Marvel, as you yeah. uh, said it. Yeah. Technically, Marvel is the Annette Benning character. Oh, I'm well
2: aware. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I hear
3: Shazam is mm-hmm. going to be great. It looks fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah which apparently really is Captain Marvel, but the other well, DC version of it. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: yeah. Actually, the original Captain Marvel was named Shazam, and then DC was like, we all, we also have a Shazam, and there was some a, a fight over the name, I guess. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember as a kid, there was the uh, the Shazam Isis Hour. Yeah. And then when he would yell, yell "Shazam," then he became Captain Marvel. So to yeah. me, oh, that's what it was. They I I was had it backwards. very confused as yeah, to yeah. why this is happening. It was DC
3: had a character named Captain Marvel, and like, they let the copyright slip. Yeah, you was know, yeah. that what happened? Yeah. So, uh, I I read it in USA Today or something. I'm not
5: that up on
3: the (laughs) comics, you know, but I I did follow them. I used to, every Saturday morning, I would go to this little store in Torquay to get the latest comics from America. And uh, started with DC, of course, and then uh, had Marvel as well. But I was a huge Superman, Superboy, Supergirl Mm -hmm. fan. And, uh, you know, I grew up with American comics. So, what was the town? What town did you grow up in? Torquay. Little, it's uh, Faulty Towers. You ever seen Faulty Towers? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was set in Torquay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Because what happened was Monty Python, when Monty Python first came out, it, was, it had no budget. Mm-hmm. But the BBC approved it because John Cleese was coming off The Goon Show and a couple of other shows. That was week that was with uh, David Frost. And he came up with uh, the idea for an ensemble cast, Monty Python. And they said, all right, well, we'll, uh, we'll put it on the air for six episodes, but you can't film it in London. It's too expensive. So go somewhere else it's cheap mm-hmm. so they went to Torquay, which is a coastal town, and they could stay in bed and breakfast for 19 <laughs> shillings wow. a night, which was you know about a dollar <laughs> forty at the time Jesus. and uh, 20 miles away was Plymouth, which is a big city, so that doubled as London, but they had the coast for any like pirate wow. scenes, etc mm-hmm. like the opening was It's where the guy comes out of the water. (laughs) And they also had the moors for any country scenes. They shot everything in Torquay for the first season. And the BBC looked at it and said, yeah, the show's not going to do anything. Uh, We're going to put it on late at night on a Saturday, but we'll give you a second season anyway. You can keep doing it. So they did two years in Torquay. And uh, when the show first aired, 11.30 on a Saturday night, buried right before the BBC turned off because, you know, it would turn off at midnight. Yeah. College students found it, mm-hmm. and it became a huge hit. So the BBC said, well, we'll try it at 7.30 at night, even though it's offensive. Mm. And then everyone loved it. And, of course, Monty Python's Flying Circus became, you know, the gateway for comedy and inspired mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live to yeah. start over here. Yeah. And But the experience that John Cleese and the cast had in uh, Torquay caused John Cleese to come up with a show called Faulty Towers about his experience staying in oh, this cool. bed and breakfast yeah, because yeah, here wow. were all these english actors that were all fairly famous in their own right mm-hmm. and the uh, guy who ran the bed and breakfast had no time for them you know they go excuse me could i have a second cup of tea ah oh, oh, a second cup of tea and so faulty towers was born and the impact of faulty towers was John De Cleese did two seasons of six episodes, and, the, and it was huge. Yeah, the yeah. biggest comedy in history. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the BBC said, how much do you want for a third season? And he said, I don't. I'm not going to do it. He said, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. I'm done. And that inspired uh, another comedian called Ricky Gervais, yeah. who when he did The Office, he did two seasons of six. And the BBC uh, said to him, third season, he goes, "No." Nope. John Cleese said two seasons was enough that's all I'm going to do and they said please we'll give you any amount of money see the truck outside (laughs) full of British bank notes Mm -hmm. we'll tip it in your driveway if you do another show and he said "All right, I'll do a one off show I'm going to do a finale it's going to be set two years later after the office everyone's going to come back together and we'll find out what they've been doing and they said great tip the money in the driveway when's it going to be ready and he said in two years, <laughs> we're going to wait. And he made the BBC wait two wow. years yeah, for it. Yeah. But wow. it was all because of faulty Towers, which That's, goes back to Monty yeah. Python. And I was an extra in Monty Python. I was just going to ask what? you if you get a chance to go I, and watch. I forever. was 12 years old, oh my God. and I was in two of the scenes. I was in uh, <laughs> the scene where the um, uh, Women's Chamber League Play the uh, Australian All Blacks in rugby. <laughs> and, uh, and I was in the uh, election scene where Fatang Fatang biscuit barrel beats the Conservative Party. So uh, I was just at the crowd, but I got paid uh, two pounds. Wow. Which as a 12 year old boy was a lot of money. Sure. And I got to meet all the cast, and it was wow, it was incredible. a thrill. That's great. So, yeah. That so. I,
1: I would, uh, and w- so when did you start? Uh, you get the two pounds. When did you start then buying? albums and getting obsessed with the music. When did that happen?
3: The very first album I bought was the soundtrack for In Search of the Castaways because that starred Hayley Mills. Okay. And I was in love with Hayley Mills. And it was a, a gatefold album. And it had pictures of her inside. Okay. So I would look at those late at night before I went to sleep. <laughs> what well, Hayley
1: Mills was the, was the ghost, not the ghost of Mrs. Muir. What was the Pollyanna.
3: Yeah, and Parent Trap. Parent Trap, yeah. And she was the daughter of Sir John Mills, a very famous English actor, but she was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was a hot little thing. If you're listening, Hayley Mills, I had a crush <laughs> on you. There were things that you and I shared together you have no idea. So, <laughs> told you, I sorted past. Guy, yeah, guy, All of a sudden, it
1: was masturbate to help That's it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
3: she was so hot. Yeah.
1: She was, I think they, she was on General Hospital, I want to say, in the last. Was she? Ten years. Is that will you please look that up? Uh, of course. And yeah. I want to say Haley Mills showed up for a, 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 a story arc on General right.
3: Hospital. Mm. She did a lot of Disney movies and, yeah, yeah. and she was beautiful. I could be wrong. Yeah.
1: And I'm willing to be wrong.
3: Yeah. Is she still alive? I hope I so. so. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah you just give her a shout out. Yeah, that's I true. So God she was, yeah, brings know. it back from the dead. Just we don't know I what shout happens after. i to the all, never, never, not funny. <laughs> brings <laughs> yeah. anyone back from the Good, dead. <laughs> you should know this
1: about this show. Actually, it's the opposite. <laughs> we probably just killed Haley. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we have a weird curse here, Richard. Yeah. Where if we bring up somebody obscure. In the next week, they die. RIP. So, we, yes, we, we may lose Haley Mills very soon.
0: But sometimes if we call it out, like Jimmy just said, that sort of protects them. So yeah. It'll...
1: It doesn't need to be working with our president. But it, uh, <laughs> right. again, he's not obscure. Say, he's that's He's the not problem. obscure. Yeah. Right. Should
0: be. We should have yeah. talked about him in like the late 90s or something. Uh,
1: God, hey, did you see that dummy that's in the uh, Home Alone cameo? <laughs> and then, yeah, he would be gone. Uh, we got a Haley Mills General Hospital?
2: Uh, Donna Mills for sure.
1: It's Donna Mills?
2: I mean, she was on it.
1: Show me a picture of Donna Mills so I can. Donna Mills that. is hot too. Oh, also, a, yeah, I, agree. I think she
2: was one of those um, like Dynasty ladies with yeah. the sparkly yeah. dresses. And
1: then I think she ended up coming on. I think you're right. It was not Haley Mills. Did Haley Mills end up doing the, the first episode, the 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 um, say by the bell? Yes.
2: Good morning, Miss Bliss. Oh, she Ms. was Miss Bliss. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Oh. All
1: right. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew it. Uh, she had something current on her resume. <laughs> other than us talking <laughs> that's about her. Twenty-five years. ago. Shut <laughs> up.
2: This is Donna.
1: Yeah. Could you do me a favor and aim that completely away from me? <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't see that. Yes, that's who it was. Yeah. That's who was on General Hospital. All right, so that was the first album you bought was that because you wanted to uh, masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) What what was the first one you bought because you wanted to hear the music? Uh,
3: The Beatles. It was the Beatles. Yeah, it was the Beatles. But legally, you yeah. guys had to, right? Yeah, you had to. I mean, it was. They didn't just hand them out in England. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was. It was compulsory. You know. Yeah. No, but I mean, because the Beatles changed everything. Yeah. You know, prior to the Beatles, it was all you know Perry Como and Andy Williams. You know, everyone who wore sweaters basically. <laughs> Run, Jerry Vale. Yeah, it, it was. It was awful. And then the Beatles changed everything. And you. you I, I mean, it was unbelievable to hear She Loves You and I Want to Know a Secret.
1: What was that like? Because to me, like,
3: I I, I discovered that I in the 70s through my
1: parents' albums, uh, but to have been there from that, from the the crooner era, and that was what was pop, Bobby yeah, Rydell and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and then to flip to, holy shit, this is something we've never heard before. Like, did you guys all go to school and go, what the shit are we listening to?
3: And L- Literally. Okay. Well, you would be at school and John Bennett would say to me, I've got, the Rolling Stones single. And we'd heard about the Rolling Stones but they weren't played on the radio. They weren't allowed to be played on the radio because there was no pop radio. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, four of us would go over to John Bennett's house that night and he would get out his Decca record player Uh and put on the single and we'd listen to it right through and go, wow! And he'd go, What's on the back? And when you flip it over and listen to the B-side, and you then go back and listen to it over sure. and over again. And, you know, songs like Satisfaction and Paint It Black just changed our, our conception of music. Mm. And then bands like The Move came on the scene with Roy Wood, who was, who was just brilliant and went on to do the, you know, Wizard and Electric Light Orchestra afterwards. And uh, then Jerry and the Pacemakers it was, it was a complete revolution. And that was when the parents were, oh, how can you listen to this crap, you know, yeah. which is what I would say now if I had kids to <laughs> some of the rap they listened to. So it's amazing how it goes around. But the, the Beatles inspired pirate radio. And pirate radio were these ships that were anchored more than three miles off the coast of England. And they broadcast the signals in which played the Beatles and the Stones and the Who and all these bands. And then finally, in 1967, the the British Broadcasting Corporation had to capitulate and they launched Radio One. Suddenly, there was a channel that played this music Mm -hmm. for the kids. And it was almost the first time the British government never been beaten by anybody, you know? <laughs> I mean, the Zulus tried and couldn't beat them, but the Beatles did, yeah. you know, it was to me, great.
1: Well, R- remind him about- I may need to remind <laughs> you about a little war that America may have won. Oh, yeah. I may need <laughs> to
3: remind you, we won that one. That's right, 17, 17- yeah, well, we got, we got the silver medal, you got the gold, <laughs> <laughs> right. and then remember, there was a repeat in 1812, that's mm-hmm. true. yeah, but. Uh, what was the name of that war? That was the War of 1812. That's right, that yeah, happened. that's right, you know, and that was the weirdest war ever because, they tried to stop it on both sides, but because you had to sail a ship across to get the messages, the war went on for six weeks uh-huh. when it shouldn't have right. happened. Just you know, the White House burned and everything like that. Yeah. It was it was crazy. And in the meantime, both governments are saying, actually, we're at peace. We're good. just can't get a message back yeah. and forth. You know, they couldn't tweet out at right. the time. So. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: What uh, you know, what something you said made me think of something and I just lost it. Mm-hmm. White House burning. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I lost you. Whatever. Uh, this is what happens. I, I, like, I read your book, yet I right. retain none of the information, uh-huh. other than the fact that you got laid a lot. Yeah. I was uh, lucky. As, yeah. as, a, as a young DJ working the discotheques, right. like, maybe every night. Is that safe to say? Y- yeah. It was, again, it was different times where... Yeah. More than
3: yeah, more than that though. More than every night, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You banged around a lot. It was it was an incredible time because uh, disco was just happening in Europe, and the one country that had the disco culture was England. And but all the clubs that were opening throughout Europe wanted DJs that could keep people there all night drinking and suddenly young people had money and they wanted their own culture and so they would go out to these clubs and there was two agencies that brought DJs in from England to travel the clubs and pack the clubs mm-hmm. and they build you they lied <laughs> and build you as a big star so it would say Dick Shepard that was my name at the time Dick Shepard from BBC Radio 1 or from Radio Luxembourg. And but you were Nobody knew. I mean, there was right. no internet or anything <laughs> like that. And so it would pack the club and you would be there for two weeks to a month. And so you were the, the star DJ. Yeah. And you became the notch on the belt for the girls. Yeah. The, the number one thing, though, was get to the room before you played that night. Because the, the previous DJ would say, watch out for Samantha. She's got the clap. If you didn't read that before, then <laughs> <laughs> Samantha You're would not nail you at night down. and you were done for two weeks. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, uh, But it, it was, it was a, a wild, incredible time. And there's uh, a, a Facebook group of those DJs that we talk about it. Oh, on. is that right? Wow. Yeah. It, is that a closed group or? Um, I think it's public right now, but the the company was called IDEA. So if you look for it, IDEA. That's IDEA. Uh, yeah, IDEA. But it was International Disc Jockey and Entertainment Agency. And it was put together by Alan Laurie, uh, who's still around. And he does his own voice part in the audio book of, of World in my eyes, oh, which really, is cool. That's yeah. Oh, cool. And... Um, Alan was responsible for a lot of people getting laid. So, but, <laughs> but, but what would happen, you know, the, the, I remember it really clearly. I mean, I'd walk through the streets during the day. I was in Bergen in Norway, which is a fantastic town. Fantastic women, too. And I remember, I remember walking through and the voice goes, hey, DJ. And I turn around and this really cute girl. And she goes, I was at the club last night. And I was like, wow. She goes, do you want to come back to my place? That is and it. that was it. You know, Again, different time. It was a completely different time. And you
1: are a hero because you're in these small towns. Yeah. And,
3: and it, I mean, it's so not PC to say it, but we were in Scandinavia where they'd gone over and raped and pillaged England. <laughs> the joke was, we're doing the same to you. We're back. But it wasn't raping and pillaging. It was it was basically Consensual. bringing the British culture to the Vikings. Very so right there. are.
1: Uh, But what you just said, maybe I I should have got your book on tape is what I I, whatever the term is these days.
3: Yeah. Oh, the Uh, audio book. The audio
1: book. Because to hear your voice uh, tell those stories would have been wonderful. Not hearing my version of my my Richard Blade impression (laughs) as I'm reading it. (laughs) Well,
3: the book on tape, so to speak, the audio version came out in September. And there was a long delay because I actually went to everybody in the book to have them do their own parts. So it started with John Taylor from Duran Duran. Because John and I were talking about it. he'd done an audio book and I'd actually gone to a couple of stops on his book tour when he did uh, Sex and Drugs and Duran and, Ran. and uh, he said, you're not in the first chapter. Why don't I read it for you? So I was like, brilliant. Oh, fantastic. And he came over to the house, did it in the home studio. And then he said, could I read my other parts that are in the book? So I went. Uh, you're John Taylor and you're asking if you could (laughs) here's the mic do it so he did the stuff at Live Aid where he brought me back on stage after Bill Graham threw me off and then he goes do you want me to get Simon to do his stuff I was like oh my god yes I do and so he did it and so I called up Terry and she did all her stuff and then the guys from Spandau Ballet did it and then uh, Tears for Fears did it Uh and then I reached out to Alan Laurie and my other agent Tendon and some of the girls that I'd been with and they did their own parts and I wow. said do you want me to change the name and all the girls said no use use my name so yeah. all the artists that were in it did it and then finally the last group I went to because they're in it so much let me guess is
1: it Depeche Mode there you go
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went to their manager and said would it be possible mm. and he said absolutely and so uh, Depeche so everyone anytime it's Depeche Mode or Duran Duran or Spandau Ballet or omd or tears for fears or english beat it's them talking love it i'm so not, I'm totally now, getting now it. i have yeah. to get yeah. yeah. i'm gonna get because i haven't I'm, read it i've yet. already read it yeah, yeah. yeah maybe this time you'll
0: remember it because it'll be read to you yeah i hope so
1: i retain no information whatsoever <laughs> yeah. i understand that our president's not doing well <laughs> that's just something i heard in the in mm. passing uh what
3: uh tell the story please if you would then uh, bill graham throwing you off stage at live aid Well, what happened with Live Aid, it was uh, an exclusive broadcast um, between ABC networks and MTV networks. That was it. But we'd done a lot of coverage at the US festivals. There was two huge festivals called the US Festival in 82 and 83. And the people who were staging Live Aid had worked on the US Festival. And they contacted us and said, would you like to come down and shoot any of this? And I was like... Absolutely, so I, I paid for it myself, uh, me and a, a guy called Peter Facer and a small crew to fly out and cover it for two shows I was doing, Video Beat and Video One. Right. And so we flew out and we had press passes, which meant we could only be in the press tent. We couldn't go anywhere else because ABC and MTV had the coverage. Okay. But the producer gave me all access passes. But they weren't the same as the same coverage. So I worked out this idea that is in the book that if we were nice to the security rather than try and hassle security, don't you know who we are? You know, because if you have to say that, then immediately you've lost because they, they don't, don't know who you right. are. You know, so we approached the security early in the morning. We walked in as ABC were going in, MTV were going in. And we walked in, but we had the wrong passes. And so we stopped right in front of the security, put our cameras down. And I turned to the head security guard and went, man, it's going to be a tough day for you. The temperatures are going to be so high. Let me know if you need any waters. And he goes, no, 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 we've got plenty of waters. But if you have ever come across any beer, bring us some out. And I said, well, I'm going to, uh, to Duran's tent right now, so I'll bring you some. He goes, that would be great. And I went. You got it. And then we walked right by, <laughs> and he let us go. Right. And so the first thing I did was grab some beer. Went back to him, gave him some beer. Right. And so we'd won the, you know, approval of the security. So yeah. we didn't hassle anyone. We weren't pushing. We 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 got the interviews backstage and on stage. We were actually shooting on the on stage of Live Aid, and everything was going incredibly well until uh, right before Power Station and i'm shooting and this voice comes up to me and goes the fuck are you doing up here and i turn around and it's bill graham and he grabs my pass and he throws it in my face and he goes you get back in the fucking press tent Jeez. he goes if i see you up here i'm going to break that camera on your back Jesus. so i mean you don't argue with bill graham it's his show i mean he put the whole thing on i mean it's like if trump is kicking you out of the white house you have to leave. <laughs> I mean, you know, and he he was the the Donald Trump of the day. So, you know, for Live Aid. So we walked off one side of the stage and we began our very sad procession of me and Peter, this producer called Monty Gast and the camera crew. We were walking out. And as we're walking past the second staircase, because it was such a big stage, this voice goes, Richard, you're not leaving, are you? We're just about to go on. And it's John Taylor Mm -hmm. from from Duran Duran, but he was going on first with Power Station. And I went, no, I mean, we'd we'd love to stay, John. He goes, oh, well, come on. He goes, we're just going up right now. So uh, he got his security guy who's in the photograph in the book. Mm -hmm. You can see it who he assigned to us to escort us. And from then on, we had our own personal security guard. Love it. And we stayed on that side of the stage praying that Bill Graham wouldn't walk come over. over. And if he was, you know, the security guy, hopefully, would at least yeah. block the first blow. Right. And <laughs> so he stayed with us the whole time. And we were there on stage with Chevy Chase, Mick Jagger and Madonna for the finale of We Are the World and wow. Do They Know It's Christmas. Wow. So uh, but if it hadn't been for John Taylor. You know, we we were back in a tent. Yeah, <gasps> we would have been gone. We would have been sitting back in the tent, you know, with bad cheese sandwiches, waiting for Phil <laughs> Collins to come off and say, What was it like to play with Led Zeppelin? You know, so, uh, but we were there and it was an amazing moment in time. Was that, uh, first of all, how beautiful was John Taylor during that day? Just beautiful. Oh, he's a beautiful man. He, he is still great looking. Yeah. He's still one of the nicest guys. He had a great meet. bass player. Oh, oh, he's fantastic. Durant he ran around one of the most underrated musicians, I think in the history of the 80s, or music even. And and even today, because, you know, they've got 35 years of experience. Yeah, But you listen to their debut album, the self-titled Duran Duran, and the second album, Rio, and you can hear the power and the energy. These were five guys who wanted to conquer the world, and did, you know, and it was amazing. And John says in his book, and I, I saw it so many times, I saw it at the Greek theater in 82 when I brought them on for the Rio tour, And I I saw it when they were at the Forum in 84 and at Live Aid. All John had to do was look at a girl. If he caught a girl's eye, then he would look to the side of the stage and point to one of his handlers and it was done. It was the David Lee Roth situation. Yeah, he, he didn't have to say a word. Why to the would girl. he? He's beautiful. I know. He, I know. I'm not gay, but if he looked my yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, he he was gorgeous. He was one of the biggest bands in the world because the whole thing about Band Aid, which became Live Aid, it would never have happened without two artists because Mid and Bob Geldof were desperately looking for anyone to record this charity single mm-hmm. that they had in November of 84. And Midjure said to Bob, let me let me see who's in town. And the first person he called up was Sting. And Sting said, I'll do it. And Midjure put, okay, we got someone, but we, ne- we need a band. And he went out for drinks that night, and who was in the pub? The local, as they are, Duran Duran, okay. <laughs> because he is, you know, in a different kind of circle. And he said to the guys, would you do it? Duran said yes. And then suddenly with Sting and Duran in, everybody wanted mm-hmm. to be in. Everybody. So, uh, I mean, it was Duran and Sting that really helped yeah. create – what became the biggest selling single of all time at the time, and then the biggest concert in history? Period. Yeah. So it was crazy.
0: I wanted to ask about that. What happened to your footage from Live Aid? Were you able to use it? Because you oh yeah, no, you we were, were able out. to okay. we were
3: able to use it because yeah. we got releases directly. Oh, okay. From the artists. Mm. that's that was what Monty Gas did. The producer, <laughs> he had the clipboard. <laughs> Could you sign here? Yeah. Sign here. <laughs> and uh, I actually still have that footage. It must be incredible. And yeah, a lot of people uh, have been talking to me about doing World in My eyes as a documentary oh man and also as a series Mm -hmm. and uh, i've been uh, i actually have a meeting this afternoon about it and when they they say love the book and this is my idea and it's great you know we're thinking of netflix or hulu or amazon and uh, i'm like great and then i after they've done their pitch to me uh, i say to them by the way here's a little idea you know because they're talking about as well as documentary doing as a scripted series Mm -hmm. i said you know Whoever actor, whatever actor plays Richard Blade or the version of Richard Blade, you know, I own all the original footage from back in the day of me interviewing Duran Duran and Culture Club and Frankie Goes to Hollywood Depeche Mode and everything (laughs) like that. I said, wouldn't it be cool if and I don't think it's ever been done before that as part of this scripted series that the actor is CGI'd over me but they're talking with The Real People Boy George and they're talking with beautiful John Taylor and Nick Rhodes and (laughs) Simon Le Bon at the time and they go, does this footage actually exist? And I've got a sizzle reel I send them and usually about 30 minutes later, I get a phone call back, which is spluttering.
2: Oh,
3: my God, it's so 80. It's incredible. So um, it might, one of these days, oh, actually That'd appear, be which would be really fun. Yeah. I mean, yes, yes. not just to have it. I would love to see it, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it's it's just incredible. Yeah. And so you were witness to the Zeppelin uh, reunion at Absolutely. Live Absolutely. Well, actually, funny you should say that because Monty Gast, who was – The producer who was with us was all work. But the moment the Zeppelin reunion was about to happen, he just handed me the clipboard <laughs> and said, "I have to go," because he became the ultimate fan right? and was yeah. there for the reunion. You know. And what would you know
1: historically? It, it, it they, they hated it. It didn't sound right. great, so on and so forth. But if you're there in the moment, it probably sounded amazing,
3: right? It was, it, because you were there. Yeah. And you wanted to be there. And it, you, you, just like we were talking about the Doors earlier, you put all the sound and all the performance to the side because you were there at a moment in time when this incredible band, Led Zeppelin, were back together. Yeah. And you were like, just wow, it's yeah. it's happening, you know? And you know what's weird about that, it was only like five years
1: after, or six years, I guess, after they, you know, uh, John Bottom passed away, what, 79, I wanna say? Right. Uh, so it wasn't that long, but it still seemed like, can you believe it's happening? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it had that vibe to it.
3: Right. Because we're, they said it was never gonna happen. Right. And it has really never happened again since. It so was the O2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was just that, that was the moment. Yeah. Yeah. If you were there in person in Philadelphia I when imagine. it was happening, it was it was crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, they're still in their prime, you know. Yeah. Well, like, that's the other the, thing, the, right? The two thing this: old men.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: that's a great point. Yeah, Robert Plant was still at the top of his game yeah. vocally, and yeah. uh, and I mean. Robert Plant was one of the epitomes of rock stars. Yes. I mean you mentioned David Lee Roth. I think David Lee Roth with Van Halen in '84 was the epitome of the video rock star. Yes. That we all you, know, you look at Jump, and that is yeah. that is it. I mean that is the '80s rock video. But Robert Plant for that might be your phone. Uh, oh, but yeah, ignore Richard. it. I, I turned the ringer off. So I apologize. I'm
4: going to, I'm going to give the red button.
3: Yeah. Hit it. Go ahead. So, Your own phone just interrupted. There you go. Yeah. But so, I mean, absolutely. But Robert Plant for the late 60s and 70s rock there was, stars, there was him and Roger Daltrey. Yes. I yeah. mean, they had the body, the hair, the voice, the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Boy, so. I
1: remember every girl in this in high school and grade school. Those were the two guys they loved. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then to a lesser extent, Bob Seger. They all went crazy for Bob Seger. In the, really? In the 80s. Oh. I grew up in Chicago, south side of Chicago. Kind of a working man's. Yeah, area. I've got nothing against Bob
3: Seger, but I'm just surprised. You know, it's I mean, not that. You know, if if I'm standing there and God's saying, "Okay, so who do you want to come back at? <laughs> Roger Daltrey, Robert Plant, or Bob Seger? I go. Excuse me, God. Um, you did say Bob Seger. <laughs> hey, I'm going for the Robert Plant, or or you know David. I'm, e. gonna, I'm
1: going Roger. Uh, Roger Daltrey out yeah. of those. Yeah, or Roger Daltrey. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with Daltrey, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. but he's still in great shape too. It seemed like he was having. Sorry, it seemed like he was having more fun. If you listen to the songs, it just seems like maybe hmm. maybe he was a little more fun than Bobby Pond. Bobby just Pond? there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of sadness and heartbreak in those uh, Led Zeppelin songs, whereas uh, the, the, there's a lot of sadness. Uh, Pete Townsend doesn't write a happy song, sure, but I don't I don't know. I see Daltrey as being a happier guy. That's in my mind when I see them singing. It just seems like Roger Daltrey's right. happier guy. Can't argue. Okay,
3: that. but how about? going on tour with Van Halen in 84 oh, that would be well, awesome if you, if you could just do that that period of time if they said All right, you're coming back for nine months mm-hmm. as a guy uh-huh. <laughs> would you like to go on the road as David Lee Roth for nine months what about Paul Stanley in 78 77 that might be, yeah that, that? yeah, that might be, yeah, right? Boy, are we getting sexist here or something? It's crazy. It's a, I don't know, we're all supporting this All right, I'm gonna come back as Madonna in 85, all right? Because, because, I'll be Cindy uh, Lauper in 84. Yeah, there you go,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, what, uh, Richard, what was it like, having been in that era, which is my era, the 80s, was there any band that came through K-Rock where you went, these guys are gonna be huge, and it never happened?
3: Yeah. Um, Go West. I loved them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were tipped as being the next Wham. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they were such nice guys, Richard and Peter. Yeah. And I always remember them because my best friend is Peter, Peter Facer, and he produced the video shows. And we used to joke about it all the time. Richard and Peter Peter are with Richard and Peter. Right. And then uh, in 88, I went over to, no, sorry, 2008, I went over to England to uh, do a thing with uh, ABC at the Royal Albert Hall. And I ran into uh, uh, Peter Cox from Mm -hmm. Go West. And uh, the first thing he said is, as Peter, That's great. so uh, yeah. But I always thought that they would be huge, but they, you know, had the two hits. You know, yeah, we close our eyes. Wait, don't look down. Was yeah. that another one of their? Um, yeah, well, they had one on King, Pretty Woman as well. King the of wishful thinking. Yeah, w- yeah, which was outside of the K Rock format. Right, but uh, you know, they never became as big as. Obviously, no one became as big as Wham. You know, no, Wham, of course, Wham not. were just massive. Just... And by the way, um, there's going to be a book released on Wham. Andrew Ritchie just announced it Did he really? days ago. Oh, geez, I it's didn't gonna see be, that news. Yeah, it's going to be called uh, Wham! George and Me. And it's just going to go from 1980 to 86, the Correct. final Wham! Just concert. And I've read some of it um, from him, and it's really good and really honest. He cool. talks about how George was the musical talent, and he was so happy to be there for the ride, which so many people would, change it around, so like, oh, no, I did everything. <laughs> yeah. <You> know, but <laughs> no, he's very honest and very good, so I think when that comes out in September, it's gonna be a good I book. I can't wait, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I saw them in 84,
1: I guess it would've been when they did the, was it 84 or 85, I guess 85, it would've been their yeah. the tour when they came and did like five cities in the States, yep, yep. at the Poplar Creek in the Chicagoland area, yep. and um, I, the story I tell is I was there with my girlfriend, Dawn, and uh, I we were had first row, because I was nuts for Wham, they were right. my favorite band of the 80s. And uh, I, we were there, and George Michael, in my head, kept looking at Dawn. And of course, now we know he had no interest in Dawn. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, not that he was looking my direction, right. but I swear to God, it's like, and I got jealous, like irrationally mad, like mad at her. Why is he looking at you that much? Like, it, I was just a kid, but. Uh, but no, it's, it was right, you. No, yeah. no, he had no interest. He, no, no. he want this show. I don't know.
4: Year. We, we saw those pictures we saw those pictures oh that's right you guys think I was handsome in
3: the 80s well here's the thing oh, you're still a good looking man thank, thank you at Richard that. there you go <laughs> you, you. you had a look there you had a, you're yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah you're right but Wham put on a great show I, I introduced them on stage when they played at Hollywood Park here yeah yeah, yeah. and they put on a fantastic show they I opened
1: mean, with so. and closed maybe the same thing with uh, Everything She Wants they opened right. and closed with it yeah because uh, they had nine songs
3: that's <laughs> <it. Yeah. laughs> at the time yeah, yeah. you know but, but they were great they really they were were and I, The music still holds up as when well. You listen to mm-hmm. Careless, Careless Whisper, oh, what a song.
1: How did that guy write that song? He was what, 16 when he wrote that song, yeah. I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you write that song with such heartache and emotion at that, I mean, we all had, yeah. had those breakups and stuff yeah. at that age, yeah. but, but still, to be able to funnel it into that song, which-
3: And he gave the songwriting credit how to share it to Andrew because he knew it was gonna be the last Wham song. So he yeah. wanted Andrew to go out with a song that would be played forever. And I mean, the royalties on that must be, just be incredible. I mean, that's just
1: class that, he, yeah. that you would do that for your buddy.
3: Yeah, and he but he wanted to be in the video because he knew it was gonna launch the uh, solo career for George Michael. So if you look at the video for Careless Whisper, Andrew only makes a tiny cameo. Mm. It's, it's all George Michael. Mm. Yeah. But he said in return, you get the songwriting credit. So I mean, wow. That's yeah. You know, nice that song. is one of the. I mean, of of all the songs outside of the Beatles catalog, that would be my number two choice to have the songwriting credit on. <laughs> my, the, the, my number, number one, one would be. Is it a Beatles song? No. Okay. Outside of it. the Beatles. All
1: right.
0: Outside of the Beatles. Number one, if it's not. Careless Whisper. Number two. I'm gonna go ahead and guess it's something by Depeche
3: Mode. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Depeche Mode did a song called Something that would be kind of cool. No, it's actually not by Depeche Mode. All right, okay. Hey okay. All right, yeah. Uh, but it is. It is new wave. Okay. And it came out in 83. 83. Oh. And it's been covered so many times, and it's been featured in more than 50 movie soundtracks. Hmm.
1: Oh, I'm sure I know it.
3: You, you do. Hannah, you got to guess? Oh, I, I close virtually every live gig with it, and the first note, the moment the very first note comes on, everyone goes, can you play the
1: first note on your phone? And play I, the name of that tune? I
3: I Let me let me give you a clue. This okay. is this is how I would wrap it up if this this podcast was a live gig that I was doing at a club. Right, for example, I, I just did this uh, 50th birthday for a couple, uh, Steve and Sue at St. Rock in Hermosa Beach. Okay, I don't know why they got to shout up. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> but at, at the end of the night, I was like, thank you so much for having me uh, be your own personal DJ. Fantastic to be here f- with you, you've been a great crowd. I'm gonna give you a shout out tomorrow on Sirius XM. And I know this was your 50th, but here's to another 50 happy years together because that much is true. Oh, uh, and then that note comes in. Yeah. everyone goes. Oh, yes. You know? wow. But that song has been yeah. played so much, and Gary uh, Gary Kemp, who wrote it, is mm. a good friend of mine. But the royalties that come in uh, is just—I got to imagine—ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, I just saw Tony Hadley out at the uh, the Rose in Pasadena, right? And still great. Still great.
1: Still great. Yeah. Yeah. Politically, I guess, uh, not uh, on board with my uh, same thoughts, is what I'm uh, told. That maybe he mm, really? might be a little more conservative than.
3: He, he, maybe uh, he is, but he, you know, and he's split from Spandau, so yes. he had to get uh, another lead singer. But Have you seen the new lead guy? I have not, but two of my friends went to see him uh, in London, and uh, Steve Dagger, the manager, took care of them, and they were right there up front. And Denise said, Oh my God, he is so hot.
5: Okay, I so, don't know if that answers
3: our go. question. Though that's a, <laughs> he's a good singer as well. Okay, but it's so hard to replace a lead singer.
1: Well, Tony Hadley had so much charisma, or Absolutely. has yeah. to this
3: day, and the voice uh,
1: and the beautiful God. That's, yeah. Didn't you go see him? Uh... That's what you said. Yeah. Song, oh, okay. at yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the Rose, right. uh, and he didn't. Uh, I love "Through the Barricades." It's such a great yeah. song by them. Uh, they're they're the band. I always talk about how they're the one from the eighties. Like we all just went. Well, true. That's a sappy song. Who cares? Uh,
3: they deserve more credit than they got. They were just such a terrific band. Absolutely. I mean, chat number one and communication. Yeah. And to cut a long story short, what incredible song. I mean, so much power. Yeah. And Gary Kemp, great songwriter. And uh, his favorite song, if you ask Gary Kemp, what's your favorite song? Through the Barricades. It is. Which didn't do anything over here. At all. But it was uh, based on a true story. Oh, is that right? Yeah. One of their roadies uh, went home to see his family in Ireland and got shot in the back oh, during uh, okay. during that, the, the the troubles. Yeah, and he died. He was 23. Jesus. And so wow. he because he'd crossed through the barricades okay. and mm-hmm. got shot. And Gary Kemp wrote that song in tribute to him. That's a great song. Oh. Beautiful song. Oh, beautiful song. Yeah. Uh,
1: all right, Richard Blade is here. Let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll do one uh, more. And I, I got to say, we're gonna have to play sevens. Mm-hmm. Got to play eighty sevens. We'll be mm-hmm. back right after this.
0: Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Richard Blades on Twitter, at Richard Blade, just where you'd expect to find him. Also, you can find his book, World in My Eyes, anywhere books are sold. Also, check out the audiobook version. It's got uh, people like uh, John Taylor from Duran Duran and Terry Nunn, lots of other uh, 80s artists telling their own story or reading their parts of his book and I can't wait to check that out myself. Also, Richard is on First Wave Radio on Sirius XM all the time. I don't even know what his schedule is, but every time I turn it on, he's on there talking uh, about 80s music, which is his passion and uh, and I love that about him So uh, great music Great stories on First Wave Radio With Richard Blade Also Jimmy Pardo Is going to be doing Stand-up comedy At Zanies in Rosemont That's this week Thursday, Friday the 21st and 22nd of March He's also at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase On the 12th and 13th of April Then he's at Go Bananas in Cincinnati That's the 17th and 18th of May also, Never Not Funny is going to be live uh, in Seattle at Laughs Comedy Club on May 9th. And uh, are the tickets up yet, Jimmy? I actually don't know yet. I haven't checked. Well, look on our site, nevernotfunny.com. Click the tour link. And if they're up, then the link will be there for you to enjoy. For Jimmy's dates and deets, go to jimmypardo.com. Click his tour link. And finally, I want to mention that you can check out uh, Never Not Funny on YouTube. We're posting clips of every episode on the YouTube channel. And uh, I'm told now that you can just go to youtube.com slash Funny. And that is how you get all of our YouTube content. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, do whatever you do on, oh, share it, share the links, like it, comment. I don't know if we have comments turned on, but you can find that out once you get there. But please share the the clips with friends. Uh, That's the point is to give you a little bite-sized version of Never Not Funny that you can share with friends and put on social media so that more people can discover the wonder of Never Not Funny.
3: Enjoy!
1: Watch some yoga, Gab and Gab. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your I sillies think. out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm-hmm. filet mignon. Mm-hmm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. You know, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 50 Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter Recruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just
0: Yeah, if you always had an idea of like, uh, you know, I could I could start a small business. Mm-hmm. Maybe hire a couple of people. We could, You know, get this thing off the ground. Get, let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a... I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a
1: business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things I actually do not need at the moment, <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you
0: manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? Ziprecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on, you've said, look, I'm looking for- Yeah. Metal, metal. What are the? What's that called? The metal worker. Um, Someone who. Zippercoo knows how to find the people they that forge. For. They forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain.
1: I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay.
0: Good. Um, luck, good. Good luck to you.
1: And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as bikechain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What
0: did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying. In real life, that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him.
1: Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're. Right me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is, but it probably is. And you know what? I think I got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I do not have this in my home, but Matt Belknap does, and he brags about it uh, to the point where I get tired of him talking about it. Eero. The Eero home Wi-Fi system. It brings you a fast, reliable connection in every room of your house Mm -hmm. because life's too short for bad Wi-Fi. True. The second generation Eero and Eero Beacon Mm -hmm. allow you to build a Wi-Fi system that's more perfectly tailored to the home than ever before. Mm. Eero, by the way, Matt, is spelled E-E-R-O. You know that because you have it. That's true. I do have that, and I do know that. Well, let me tell you this, when you add Eero Plus, you're going to get total network protection with the ability to block malicious and unwanted content across mm-hmm. the entire network. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, handy if you have kids, and you know,
0: want to make sure they're not getting any uh, naughty business on their uh, tablets or computers.
1: Well, this is what that does. It's, uh, it's great that you mentioned that because it will tag sites that contain violent, illegal or adult content. So you can choose what your kids can and cannot visit right from the Eero app. Mm hmm. Hero Plus prevents you from accidentally visiting these sites without slowing anything down. You could also get rid of annoying ads and pop-ups on all your devices. Ad blocking provides uh, uh, improved load times yeah. For ad heavy sales. So you can browse and stream faster than ever before. You love it. What if I love, what if I like the ads on websites?
0: Because that's, you know, really interesting. No, you know, no. I love, I love to see, you know, what they're selling, what's going on. Of course I don't. That's horrible. No one wants those. Well, if you
1: do, ads. you can leave them there. The, the, the beauty of this app is it gives you the option, but you're dumb. If you like that, you're dumb, <laughs> but you like it. You
0: love this euro. The hero is fantastic. I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. I won't stop talking about it. If you ask me for a recommendation, hey i uh want better wi-fi in my home i will say well use what i use it's called Eero, and it's spelled e-e-r-o because otherwise you might be thinking i'm talking about the greek sandwich and that's not at all what i'm using if you try to use a greek sandwich for wi-fi then you'll probably be disappointed oh my god you're not gonna get any connection from that no <laughs> but but unless this... you've hidden an eero inside that sandwich oh well, that could be the case uh but you shouldn't eat that then i wouldn't that would be really bad for
1: also you. you'd have to update that every day you don't have a moldy sandwich
0: there <laughs> that's true <laughs> could, uh, it would probably smell bad after a couple of days
1: now matt i saw these at a big box store recently and i'm not gonna tell you which one because i'm not gonna uh, give a plug to them right um but i'm gonna tell you a way that you can get it cheaper Oh, okay. Right here. You can get $100 off the Euro base unit and two beacons package, plus a year of Euro Plus Whoa. by visiting Eero.com slash Pardo and then entering code Pardo at checkout. Mm-hmm. That is e e r o, just two E's. Yep. That is E-E-R-O.com slash Pardo, P-A-R-D-O. Then you enter the code Pardo at checkout and you're going to get $100 off that Euro base unit and two beacons package and the year of Euro Plus. Take that big box store. Yeah, it's a nice deal. You can't compete with that. Because I saw them and I, boy, they are, that's a slick looking uh, product. They're, they're very cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like
0: it. Like I've said before, they look like Eve or whatever the the cool robot in Wally. Yeah. Not Wally. He just looks like a trash can, but. You know, Eve looks cool. That's what
1: these things look like. Yeah, it looks really. It's a cool looking item, and again, you can get it cheaper than the big box store. I think you can anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, by uh, by going to iro uh, dot com slash pardo, entering the hood, pardo at checkout. Eero. a better way to Wi Fi. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode twenty four hundred six. Richard Blade is here. We, I guess, we checked in with Elliot Hoberg enough earlier. so a a little,
4: a little bit. The only thing I want to say is you're talking about Duran Duran. Yes, we are. For for me, the the memory that I have is. Uh, Duran Duran's self-titled album was my first Dolby noise reduction cassette tape. And so I associate them with that and I associate them with the little noise I guess that the Dolby thing does to kind of like make sure it's all set, little... And because of that, I listened to it, like I turned the volume up. That recording, their, that studio session, whatever they did, is so clean. yeah, So mm. amazingly clean. Like it just, it, it that made an impact on me. So I just thought, that yeah, seems appropriate. I don't know, so no, you know like really
1: Duran Duran? You've never spoken to them before.
4: I, You know, I like Sade, and I, I like George Michael, as you know. <laughs> I do know that. Um, but yeah, I have a, I have a soft spot for Duran Duran. Here's the thing. Sounds like he up, likes noise reduction more than I
5: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the album
4: was okay, but the noise reduction <laughs> oh God, was fantastic. That's the one I'll be headed to listen on cassette. You know, I could listen one. to that silence forever. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I grew up in Los Angeles, and there was one kid in my, my junior high school who had the sort of new wave... You know, sort of flip haircut, and he didn't do so well. Like people were not really friendly to him, <laughs> even in here in Los Angeles. Yeah, hmm. in my junior high school, they they, they gave him a hard time. Wait, wait, and so wait, no, what it was hard to. to high from, school, the 80s, I guess, mid eighties, right? Well, uh, so yeah, eighty three wow. uh, was junior high school, and high school was was eighty eight. So. Uh, for me, when I saw that, like I was already not the most popular kid. I'm like, I'm not gonna go talking about Duran Duran when the guy who's <laughs> obviously the biggest fan of Duran Duran is being given a hard time by folks. So that was I probably part of it.
1: I don't believe that here
3: in Los Angeles. Yeah, because I, 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 I mean, this is you, your bread and butter. Absolutely. I mean, L- L.A. and Orange County. If you didn't listen to K Rock, right? I mean, you. Well, it, it, here's it, the thing. It might have just been him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, let's, go. let's put someone to blame on this. Yeah. But, but he was annoying. the
4: only person who was like in in my junior high school, and his junior high school. So, you know, it's harder to express yourself and that sort of thing. And he definitely did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, and it could also be my perception of it. But that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't get more into it is because I was a little afraid. If I'm honest,
0: was it more a more conservative school? Like, were you? Did you feel like people weren't being judged for expressing themselves outside of a very maybe? Preppy? I
4: mean, it was. It, you know, it was at Beverly Hills. No, it was here in Brentwood. It was the. Uh, well, we're not
3: in Brentwood. Paul right Paul now. I have to
4: tell you that. Well, here in Los Angeles, in Brentwood. <laughs> yeah, is right, what but, I'm you, but you know, we're not in Brentwood.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you seen the movie Sing Street? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's incredible. Oh my gosh, that right? is a movie that so many people should see. I think yeah. I don't. I've never met anyone who didn't i oh, yeah, your head perfect. must have exploded because it's British oh.
0: and it's 80s music and the the songs are so good. Oh, yes. it's fantastic! Yeah. And the looks
3: car. and everything. It yeah. was. It was. I didn't like the ending. I thought the ending was terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> well, it but, was. But I just ignore the ending. Right. The, yeah. the, the oh, rest man. of the movie was ride. so yeah. incredibly great. great.
1: I have. I think three of the songs on the soundtrack on my running uh, mixtape. Oh, and cool! Because they fit right in. With yeah. drive, it, it. With the drive it like you stole it. Drive it. So yeah. yeah. Such a great song. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah. Ellie, you see that movie? I have not. You got to see it. Yeah. All right. Six it Street. was about fitting in at school,
3: you know. And, oh gosh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. it really is yeah. about that. Yeah,
1: get um, it. And it's, that movie's like very much the Paddington 2 of that year. Like, nope, yeah. did you yeah. see Paddington 2? No, I <laughs> have not. It's the greatest.
3: Really? It's incredible. It, it's the best movie of last year. Wow, I'm, why would I want to watch a movie about a train station?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it is not. I'm, I'm joking. I know sure you are, yeah, Rich. i playing and along. In,
3: yeah, I used to go into Paddington all the time because that's coming from the south of England. You go to London, you have to go into Paddington. So... Paddington Bear, though, I know. Yeah. I know you know. (laughs) Oh, Pen15. Let me give a shout out to Pen15. Everybody's talking about Pen15. Oh, just finished it last night because my wife and I don't binge. You know, we we like (laughs) to watch an episode and and that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, The girl who plays Maya in it, I'm going to go on record right now. She's going to win the Emmy next year for really? Best Actress. Matt, you agree with that? You're watching. I it? think they're they're both great. They're both great, but yeah. that girl Maya. I mean, she She's, takes yeah. risks and. Chan- I'm I only that, four I love in. It. I think so. Oh. Yeah, but it's, it's really good. Every episode is yeah. great. It it is. Phenomenally good. You're
4: watching it too. I long? have not. I have not watched it yet, but I'm gonna put it on the list now. Hannah, between Matt No, no. Oh. I'm
2: look. Like, I only remember that Hulu exists when you're watching other Hulu shows. You <laughs> know, and they're like, oh right, there's like this whole other. Yeah.
3: Do yeah. do watch it. I mean, my wife loves it even more than me, if that's mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, because there's moments as a guy. Sure. When I'm watching this, that I I'm like I don't think I should be watching this because it's (laughs) 13 year old girls going, you know. But then you realize it's not 13 year old girls because the two main characters are 31. Playing 13. Do they make
2: out with teenage boys?
3: They have a funny
0: thing at the end of an episode where it says body doubles were used in certain shots. So they do get around that. It is. It, okay. There's a scene where you think that's going to happen. I'm like, how is this going to work? It's a, a grown woman and a, thir- a real 13 year old boy. And then they don't end up. Do kissing. we know he's not
1: 18 as an actor?
0: You can tell that this kid oh, is actually. Yeah. And, and all the rest of the cast are real. The real age. Well, maybe they showed it in Louisiana.
3: <laughs> oh, sorry. The Not uh, yeah, funny, <laughs> but no, but it, it really is a fantastic. Hannah, you will love it. Yeah. I, I promise. And I, the wife just, yeah. I mean, because I look at her and go, is, it, does that happen? Thir- oh, she's like, oh, yeah, that's that's 13-year-old girls.
2: <laughs> I do love explaining what Pen15 means to people. Is that addressed in the show?
0: I have not finished it. Do they ever get no, into the they it's No, they don't. It just is that.
2: So what, I mean, I'm a little bit older than these girls are portraying, but as a way of, like, pranking your friends, you would say, do you want to be part of the Pen15 Club? And then you would write Pen15 on your friend's hand, and then it says penis on their hand yeah, all right. mm-hmm. So that is what the show is
3: There's like. a lot of penis yeah. references, though, in it.
2: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Really?
2: I don't know. I'm trying to yeah. be supportive. Yeah. But I hear good things. You,
3: you will, I, I promise, it, it is Everybody unbelievably yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah. the girls... And the the, oh, the actresses are fantastic. I mean, they are so so good, and the whole level, the whole cast, everything. I mean, I, I take my take my headphones off to them. My
2: <laughs> oh, goodness, yeah, yeah like I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Instead of tip my head, I take my headphones off. <laughs> Love
1: it. Uh, we are um, we're we're watching the Adnan thing on HBO. Mm-hmm. We're two episodes into that. Which one? The the case against Adnan Syed. The, the oh, I think that the
0: remember the uh, serial? podcast serial about the maybe you don't no how oh, are you the one
1: person <laughs> in the world? I, no, I'm, I'm always looking for good stuff. Uh, well, I don't know if this is it, it's interesting. The, the the podcast is good, right? Um, so It's basically
0: reinvestigating a case where there's a man who's in prison for murdering his girlfriend in high school, and he insists that he's innocent. And so this podcast basically dug it all up and tried to figure out the truth, and didn't really come Something to any, anything any conclusion there's no there's no like aha moment but um but now there's a documentary about him and about the phenomenon the, the podcast was very popular and it's sort of the, his case was reopened as a result of the podcast and so the, the documentary gets into that, too, I guess, right? Uh, no? Not, okay. not
1: really so. I, just a tad. Okay. I mean, what, what I walked away after the second episode yesterday was, why are we revisiting this already? Yeah, yeah. What, we just had the podcast. Right. We're kind of just watching it now with visuals?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm it's curious. To, I, I do have that curiosity of wanting to see the the people and see yeah you know what they looked like and but other than that i don't know. wow this tea. is heavy stuff <laughs> it, is oh, it is yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Right. is there any yeah, girls making out no it's not, <laughs> not uh, no it's not, it's not <laughs> your childhood did not. you see sex education no oh that's also supposed to be oh. Oh.
2: right british and yeah that must no, be well, up your warehouse.
3: Well, not british
2: Well, sort of a John Hughes. Yeah,
3: because that's the it's it it really is an amalgamation of everything, even though, again, it's created by uh, a very talented female. I mean, but just put together brilliantly. But you're never told where it is or when it is. Mm, So everyone's dressed 80s, but there's cell phones. But the cars are all 80s. Hmm. And the music cues are mostly 80s, except when they're not. (laughs) And and it's incredibly colorful, incredibly sexual, a lot of nudity. And Gillian Anderson is fantastic in it. And it is just a brilliant show. And it's a love story to John Hughes. Great. If he had had no censorship, then (laughs) this is what he would have done. But it is it's filmed in Wales. -hmm. But it's not told that you it could it could be anywhere right and, and it, do some it, of the... I know
0: Gillian Anderson's obviously American but are there other no. American No, who speak English?
5: She's, what? she's, what? The she's unbelievable.
0: A, yes. I she's know. A yep. in my mind. <laughs> I had no
3: idea until we watched another show which I to do a plug for <laughs> what was called it? The Fall. Yeah, which oh, yeah, is great. Yeah. Which is great. Right? Yeah. yeah. See, I and, thought she
0: was doing an accent in that. No, that's a what? real that's a real voice. I saw oh
4: I saw a thing about this. I was blown away when I found out about it too. Yeah, I had no idea.
3: Yeah. But anyway, sex education. Okay. Pen 15 both fantastic yeah. and and again uh, not just from the guy's point of view my wife loved 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 those those mm-hmm. were great so. yeah. Yeah,
2: Jillian Anderson, born in Chicago. Illinois. Yeah,
3: but raised in England.
2: Fine. There <laughs> you. Go. Yeah.
0: But are the other ki- are some of the kids American
3: and some of them are UK? <laughs> yeah, most most like of them it. are UK, mm-hmm. but a few are American. Mm-hmm. And like some of the cars, all the cars are from the eighties, apart from the ones that aren't. <laughs> cool. But there's no explanation, really cool. and the idea is we don't have to explain. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's any time, it doesn't matter, anywhere. Yeah and the, uh, the, the clothes are uh, uh, you know acid wash jeans except mm. when they're not you know it's bizarre. Bizarre. it's crazy it's, it's, yeah, it's but, cool. it, but it's shot beautifully well I will watch it, it. you'll love it there's so you'll,
1: many things to watch yeah oh, good that, and good
3: things good yeah, yeah, things yeah, as well
1: yeah uh, so. man who's the most famous person from Wales if you had to pick uh, probably Tom Jones. Uh, uh, Tom Jones up north of the snow coast. no oh, don't yeah. do. yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. cross the border <laughs> lift up a girl that I once that's knew fi- that's Jimmy's I favorite rapper I of the day to make myself scarce while the come people are again for my body and soul while things go around me I won't go into the ozone I want to cuddle up behind your backbone i never stay along when I'm not wanted I feel haunted <laughs> hey brother Oh.
4: Much, much like, much like a vampire not being able to come to your house unless you invite him in. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy can only do that <laughs> yeah. rap if somebody else says Some Tom has Jones. has to say Tom Jones. Matt, friends.
1: who is my second favorite rapper? Well, it's George Michael, obviously. Maybe a white cool cat with a 3 <laughs> up a hat and maybe 11 and well, you're right. Make the most of every day. Don't let hot times stand in the way. Give a wham, give a man, but don't give a damn. Those are my two favorite rappers. Two white men.
3: <laughs> there you go. From Absolutely. the UK. From the UK.
1: Two right. guys they have no business rapping. Richard, you have a new book coming out.
3: Yes, I do. I'm when? I'm just, just finished. I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. I'm torn between self-publishing and going with a publisher. Okay. So, uh, but it's a big action adventure novel. Oh, wow. And it's based on a screenplay I wrote um, a long time ago. Wrote it in 2003. Okay. And uh, went out and pitched it. And, Everybody loved it. I mean, Bruckheimer loved it. Everybody loved it. And they all said, we'd love to do it, but it priced out too high. Mm. For a first-time writer, they said, we can't take the chance because if it falls flat, then we lose our studio deal. Mm. So uh, since then, I've written a couple of things. Had a movie made uh, for a lifetime called Long Lost Son. And then after this book, I've had several people approach me and saying, we'd like to do a book with you. And so I said, okay, but not the sequel yet. And they're like, oh, come on. you got to do the sequel, which is going to be called cool. Just Can't Get Enough. Um, just Can't so, Get Enough. Yeah. But, uh, but the uh, the book, I-, I wanted to write this one. And so I-, I just finished it. I'm going through the final, final rewrite of it. And it's, uh, it's come out better than I thought. Yeah, so I-, cool. I think it's going to be, I'll give you the title. Yes. I'll give you the title. S P Q R.
1: S P Q R. Mm-hmm. And we have to guess what that stands for. Speaker. It, it's. Oh, idiots. It, 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 yeah. It, yeah.
0: No. It, no. It has yeah. something to do with the British, the Queen's. Isn't the Q the, Queen's nope. the Queen something? No. No. Nope. I, I thought nope. that was some. Uh, Is it
3: Queens Rock? Uh, 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 we're getting someone looking up S P Q R. S P
1: Q R. It's.
3: Spe- oh,
2: it's
1: special? Something no.
2: in Latin. Oh, it refers to a government of oh, ancient yeah. Roman Republic?
3: Right, right. It's it's senators, Senatus Populus Ke Romanus. Ooh. It's on it's, some currency, isn't it? Or yeah, it's, I feel it like it's... it's the most famous um, abbreviation or acronym in history. Oh, okay. Because it's, well, none of us. It, know. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> <We're> no, <done. laughs> I mean if you're if you're into history, it yeah. is the um, symbol of the governing body of the Roman Empire. Got it. Mm. So if you saw, if you're living in a forest in Germany or Gaul or Britain or Spain and you saw these letters coming towards you, SPQR, you turn around and run like, <laughs> run like, you know, hell is after you because mm-hmm. it means the Roman Empire is coming. Oh, Jesus. But it's an alternate history. Okay. Oh. Of mm. the Roman Empire. Mm, cool. So, I, look to it. I, I... Th- I th- honestly, I know it's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Will no. John Taylor Was...
1: be involved in the audiobook?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in chapter two. Oh, it's, you, it's you, when... you wrote him not to so That's right. Yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> what would have happened if the Roman Empire discovered Depeche Mode?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: oh, no. God, Wait, they would have God. loved him. Um,
1: all right. Let's play Sevens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all
4: right. Long or short?
1: Uh, no short. Short.
4: All right. <laughs>
0: All right. I right. suddenly very con- self conscious about that cue because that's that's not a uh, that's not a Richard Blade type. I know, of, um... by
3: I know by Brian Adams. Yeah, so don't you worry about that. Oh no, I'm yeah, sure you don't know. Don't you dare worry about that. <laughs> there you go. I, just can't I, lo- I love you... Brian Adams. Oh really? Oh okay. yeah, Brian yeah. Adams. That's great. Okay. Brian Adams at Live Aid was incredible. Really? Yeah, I, I was at the him back either. of the stadium. Yeah. When he went on stage and he just rocked Philadelphia. Oh cool. He was he was fantastic. Also, awesome. yeah, that's good to him. hear. Yeah, love it. Kids got to rock. I want to say you did. Cuts like a knife, maybe? Summer of
1: 69. Mm-hmm. Summer of 69. Yeah. All right.
2: Bands. My bounds. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah.
1: <laughs> um, here's a quick, uh, before we start, here's a quick thing. Uh, we always play, uh, what is it, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon?
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What is the six degrees between uh, uh, Richard and I? Hmm. Can we figure it out? Hmm. Six degrees. And so I, it, I
4: don't even know if Richard knows this. Does it have to be film and TV? It's. T- I, it, I'll tell you, yes. Okay. Because otherwise- yes. Well,
0: Richards and girls just want to have fun. That's, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So that connects him to Sarah Jessica Parker.
1: It, don't you, some way too, uh, it, it's, it's closer than that. You don't- you Oh, know. there's only one, there's, there's one person. There's one
0: degree. There's one Bean? person that connects-
1: Bean? Me. No, it's not Bean. Uh, okay, Bean. It's not our buddy okay. Bean. All right. Um, I don't know if that is, maybe six degrees. We have uh, we worked, uh, worked, worked on a project, but not together. Mm. Worked mm. on a project, but not together. Any clues well and we'll talk it, more about it, it off the air but let's discover it on the air
4: wasn't dream girls was it no. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: was it a TV project it was a TV project oh it was was it a game oh. show was it
0: uh, was it was it make uh, what was the the band thing uh, oh
1: who created a TV show that then got cut out and then who became yeah. a consultant?
3: Oh, Bands Reunited? That's right. Did you create that? Yes, I did. What? <laughs> and you got cut out?
1: Oh, Richard, we'll talk off the air.
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yep. That is awful. That is awful. Because I was brought into it. They've been trying to get it going for about a year mm-hmm. when I was brought in. They'd done two failed pilots. Yep, one of them was mine. <laughs> oh,
1: that is... I didn't even know about the second one.
3: <laughs> oh, Yeah, I, I, and the, the third pilot was going to be Berlin. That was the one I, I said, let's get going. They said, no, 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 no. We want to make sure Berlin is in the show. We Morning. can't do a failed pilot. I said, promise you, it will not fail. It will not fail. And then uh, two days into shooting the so-called pilot, they greenlit the series. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm, I'm so bummed. that. You, yes. I, I, I hate to think, because I've had so many things stolen from me <laughs> um, yeah. over the years. And I'm not a litigator, I'm not someone who goes, Okay, I'm gonna sue your ass. Um, almost said somebody's name. <laughs> huge, huge star. Huge. Really? Oh no tell huge star. Us. I'll tell you I'll tell you off the air. Look forward to it. Give you a clue.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm not even gonna say it out loud because I think I know what you mean. Yeah,
4: and and you are on camera, so oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. I was. I well, that's still vague. Fly is away. Yeah, that was, it could be that could be yeah. vague. Yeah, um, but anyway, we actually threatened. We said
1: uh, we did threaten to sue when we were told. Well, uh, we're. Uh, it was not for Viacom.
3: Viacom, bring yeah. it on,
1: and we were like, yeah, okay.
3: I know it's it's I know it's it's a yeah. nasty, nasty, nasty business. Yep. So uh, that's but, Oh you. my goodness, yep. I, I did not know that. I did the uh, the the wire train pilot was the one that yeah. the, that I did because uh, the guy was with C- uh, CSI right and the guy on wire train. It wasn't one of the guys from Wire Train. Uh,
1: he, he worked. A, it was a set dresser. Anders was a set dresser. Yes, set
3: I heard about that pilot. I yes. never got to see it, but I heard it about was, it. Uh, it was see, good. everything he's saying is true. Mm-hmm. It was there good. True. Jimmy got screwed over. It was good. And
1: oddly, Wire Train was one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And then they said, "Oh yeah," uh, because they want it was supposed to be Foreigner, mm-hmm. and then somehow that did not happen. And they said, eh, we, "We might be able to get this band called Wire Train." I'm like, "That's one of my favorite bands of all time!" Wow. And then we did it with Wire Train and. I got them back together for like three, it was one of those. Days I felt, but like for three weeks, they were like, "We're back together. Let's do this." We all like being with each other again, and then they all went, "We don't like
3: being with each other," again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which you know, is kind of the fun part of the show to yes, see the yes. band think they're going to work and then.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. no, listen, <laughs> that said, even though I was pissed off and angry, I watched the show and loved it.
3: Oh, it was great. It was. I a know, great but show, it's man. a shame that was taken from you. Yeah. Oh man, I I hate I hate that, and uh, I, you see it so much in this business, so know, much. It was uh,
1: myself and Genny. Uh, Pat Francis, a woman named Lisa Knapp. We were the three that. Oh, I Lisa. Think, Lisa I, stayed with it. Yeah, mother. Well yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, well. Sure, But
3: that said, I, I, everything's fine. There with you, me, you go. Can, can we play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon for me? Oh, okay. You and who? One degree. Mm-hmm. Okay, you. you oh, with, with actual Kevin Bacon. Yeah, with actual oh. Kevin. You oh. <laughs> were in Footloose. No, I. Uh, she's having a baby. Oh, yeah, I was at the uh, end when they have all the celebrities come on and give the name of the baby. I come on right after Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <And, laughs> mine super. was Basil, which was uh, the character in Fawlty Towers. Ah, <laughs> ah see, it all comes nice. together. It does nice. all come nice. together. All right, cool. that, is that a John Hughes movie, too? Why do I? Uh, be, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it yeah. was. Yeah. There you go. It ties together even more. Uh,
1: all right, we're doing 80s music. This could either, we're either gonna be kill it or all shit right. the bed. It's all gonna right. be, yeah. all right, here we go. So again, I'm gonna give you clues. Okay. We have seven seconds to get each one. Okay. We want to get them as quickly as possible. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, 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 Ike and? Tina Turner. Yes. Uh, the Divine Miss M. Uh, uh, Bette Midler. Yes. Uh, Susanna Hoff's band. Uh, Bangles. Yes. Uh, bon Jovi's biggest hit. Oh ho! Living on the Press. Uh, push it. Push it real good, right? Oh, salt and pepper. Yes. Uh, the opposite of no is? Yes. Uh,
3: Poison's big hit, uh, a ballad. Oh, uh, that was a Poison's big hit was uh, 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 Belbeth. Bid- uh, uh, oh, no. Poison.
4: Oh, no. We fucked it up. Oh,
3: the, the flower that, that's yeah, yeah, every every rose has a thorn. Uh, that yeah. was me. Yeah, I, I locked up. Once you didn't get it, I-, I,
0: yeah. I Oh, I, you were rolling. That was, I think that's a warm-up round. Uh, oh, that's a warm-up okay. round. Okay. What was the score? Because
1: some that wasn't very 80s. 26.
0: That's still very- That's a great score. Okay. All right, here we go. Warm up yeah, you could have been. The, the the high score, I think, is 33 ever. All right. So. All right, here we go. You ready?
1: Yeah. Okay, so now that you know how we do it. Okay, To pass up. What's going on, on? There's, there? there's someone at the door. What's that human being doing? Okay. Hang on. Hang on, Elliot. What's happening? Is that deliver, right. pa- a package?
3: package? Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. It's Brett Michaels. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's pissed. He's pissed off. <laughs> Why would you forget me? me? I know, Brett. He's <laughs> like, how come he didn't oh. get every rose of the Nice. Okay, okay. Be very disappointed to hear this. That's like vinyl just is just put, being delivered. anywhere? It's it's in search of the castaways from Penny Mills. She <laughs> oh just God. sent it over. They heard so much is happening.
1: Brett Michaels just delivered a Yeah, all right, <laughs> uh, here we go. Eighties okay. music. Now I'm panicked because that one was so good until the all end. Right. But again, I blame myself. I think that was a warm up. Now now we get, we're
0: in the groove. Richard right. knows how it works. Okay, here we
1: go. Uh, our house is uh, the, the band. madness. Yes. Uh, not uh, not Band-Aid, the other one that Michael Jackson lay on. Oh, on We Are the Will. Yes. Uh, not to be Gibson, but the other one. Uh, Tiffany. Yes. Uh, Billy Adel's big hit It's a nice day for a White wedding Yes uh, uh, The little boy From the from the five Gentlemen uh, Sexual harassment uh, How do I <laughs> Michael Jackson. Jackson Yes Holy shit I- Alright we're moving on
4: that was Oh no Ah uh, Kelly wow. <laughs> wow Oh boy Not LaToya or Janet oh. But or that, just, I just say- I guess I <laughs> <learned>. I guess <laughs> I could have said that yeah. I chose not to I panicked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you used a million things Okay say. here's the next I- We'll do it one more time Okay <laughs> That was going so well today. Yeah God damn it Alright Wow. <laughs> here we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> one of the five. Shut up, yeah. so The full. little one. <laughs> shut up, all of you. Shut up. <laughs> all right, hang on. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Um, uh, Caribbean Queen, that guy. Oh, uh, Billy Ocean. Yes. Uh, Come on, Eileen, that band. A Dexys Midnight Runners. Yes. Uh, uh, Betty Davis, Eyes. The woman. Kim Kons. Yes. Uh, the Police. Uh, I'll be watching you. Oh, uh, that every song. breath you take. Yes. Uh, Robert Smith, that band. And the Cure. Yes. Uh, John, uh, living um, on a prayer, living on a prayer. John Bon band. Jovi, yes. Uh, 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 crazy haircut, uh, Iran. Oh, fuck so I seagull. Yes. my score. Twenty-eight only. Oh, twenty-eight. Uh, it was
0: that was very very good. Twenty-eight. But it, the Bon Jovi locked it. There's the yeah, slowdown. Yeah, you get more points the faster. Oh, you go, I see. So oh. I think that was the, 28's A good score though. That's really really oh. good. Oh, I think break it's just the record. The, the clues. What if Richard gave to you? Yes. Okay. Do you sure. want to try? Yes. Are, okay. you, are you comfortable right. trying? I, I, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll press the button. You just have to, you know, you'll see the okay. clues and then I'll. And, okay.
4: and tell them about the thing where there's words that they can and can't use. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If,
0: if there's something in parentheses,
3: you can say it. Like sometimes okay. they'll say. I, I'm an actress. Have <laughs> ever seen that on Saturday Night Live where she actually says the th- <laughs> 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 yeah. She'll say, Richard Burton. Oh, no, no, but I'm an actress. It says Richard Burton. I can
5: say it. <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. So if it, if it's like this, if it's a song title and it says the artist underneath, you can use the artist name. Oh, if you okay. Want to. Okay. Oh no, I'm panicked. Here we go.
3: It Prince <laughs> Purple Rain. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 when uh, dubs cry? Thanks. Uh, you play it uh, Halloween, and it's a guy who was in a band with five people. <laughs> what the uh, shit? Next one, next one. What? Okay, um, uh, Love Stinks, uh, Jack Galsman Oh, sorry, too late. Blue Monday. Blue. My, uh, in order, he was a band leader on Saturday Night Live. Uh, G e. Smith. Uh, Uh, another one I I don't know okay Uh, it's a nice day for a white wedding uh, Billy Idol Super Freak Uh, Rick James
1: Okay. What happened there? I'm so tense. I am
2: sweating. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so stressed. Okay.
5: <laughs>
0: okay. Do, do it's you not want a quite do, a John Ross Bowie the, the, situation? This, you Ooh. can say that. You can say the name. Oh, I could say the name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you, and you, you, with, with Prince, you did that. Although there's so many Prince songs that was You got "When Doves You got that. One. Okay.
3: Okay. This, okay. The other, the other one. Uh, was saying Halloween, huge song. Name of the album. Michael Jackson you just had a problem with oh, him thriller. earlier there you yeah. go. okay cool. so you both have a problem with <laughs> him as uh, yeah, so yes yeah.
1: yeah all right we gotta have it we gotta do a uh, edit of this yeah. I got Jay Giles that was yeah. too
0: late uh yeah. and then um you know him feeling hot 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 that Buster was the, that was the yeah. oh, SNL yeah, yeah, band yeah. leader yeah oh yeah. Yeah. Buster wow. was not th- no he was, was not
3: was he not David Johansson
0: I'm not sure he was. No, I thought he was. No, Richard, that's, that's G. E. Smith. I screwed up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh no, no, maybe's. <laughs> maybe, yeah. You screwed up. I screwed up. <laughs> you screwed up.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, twenty-eight okay. still a win. We should have they, just ended on the twenty-eight. That yeah, was yeah, that, that was, was really good. impressive. So, so. Somehow you had, you feel, you,
1: we went, you don't want to make Richard feel bad about himself. Okay, <laughs> I, I know,
0: apologize. You know, I, I feel we terrible. never you don't you never know until you try if, if know, maybe he was going to be brilliant at it. He stunk.
1: There you go,
3: Richard. Thank you for being here. Hey, it was a pleasure.
1: And you're welcome back anytime. Hey, I love you. Scratch yeah. the surface oh on your God, crazy seriously.
3: stories. Yeah, yeah, You know, I mean, you and Mark and Betty just so great. I really, really appreciate that.
1: Um, and, and read the book. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt,
3: uh, yeah, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but you call Mark? No, Matt. No, I said Matt. Oh. Did you think I said Mark? He <laughs> <laughs> said oh, I said <laughs> Mark. No, this guy's uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's yeah, losing yeah, it.
1: Okay. okay, hang on. We're oh, uh, getting a real notification. So much. What are you? Oh, you I'm you're... turning my phone off. There you go. Um... <laughs> The name of the book is World in My Eyes. Absolutely. Uh, and it's great. And yeah. uh, apparently, you got to get this thing uh, the audio get, I'm getting the audiobook today because I
0: can't wait to hear all these people telling their own well, stories. Well, I'll come now. back after you've listened to the audiobook.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, right, cool. And not only all those people, this voice doing it. Of course. I love this voice. Now, you know about Richard, right? You know that uh, he does not like uh, ketchup.
0: I heard you were allergic to ketchup. Is that true? Not at all. What? No.
1: I,
3: I love ketchup. Wait, it, what is it then, Matt? It's, it's oh the other guess. vegetable. What is it? That's what Ronald Reagan used to call it. The other vegetables ketchup? Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait, no. I I'm the swear to one God.
0: Because I, I, I told Jimmy about it because I thought it was just so funny. It felt like a non sequitur. I swear to God, you said on the radio once that you were deathly allergic to ketchup. No. What I, is it? Are I, you allergic to anything? The
3: only thing I'm allergic to is pineapple. Oh. And I love pineapple. But I would break hmm. out. Yeah. And my, I mean, my whole mouth would break out. And I said to Dr. Drew one time, I said, God, I, every time I go to Hawaii, I said, I, I don't know if it's the salt, or sun or whatever. I, I said, but I break out. And he goes, well, what do you do in Hawaii? That I, I surf, but that's not going to do it. And uh, he said, um, anything you eat? And I said, no, I, mean, I have pina coladas. And he goes, do you ever have the pineapple in this? And I said, yeah. He goes, you're allergic to citric acid. Oh, citric wow. acid? No, but just the, pine- the pineapples and and if I was to have go to Marie Callender's and have their glazed strawberry pie yeah. they glaze it with pineapple oh. because it's the sweetness in it oh, it's the weird. Sweet so I like oh my favorite fruit oh <laughs> no but that's yeah, that the only stinks. thing but ketchup Now you go like, oh, wow what, what was it then I, that's crazy that, sometimes uh, I pour ketchup on Krista and I just lick it off it because <gasps> I love it that much okay. so <laughs> I know, <laughs> so okay. know. going to go that? in the notes dirty. no yeah. Yeah. no, no. <laughs> in fact let's erase the
0: tape I'm almost okay, hurt that I've misremembered was it this. peanut butter do you not like peanut butter he says I, ah, really th-
3: ah no now we get. oh was it peanut butter no I'm I probably would love peanut butter but growing up in England at this the time that's it yeah. yeah, we didn't have. You didn't have butter. it. That's what the story so was. So now yeah, it's yeah. become a lifelong quest of mine, never. never. To oh, you've have never peanut. eaten it. That's I've what the story never was. Eaten yeah, interesting thing about
0: that. me, I've sure. never peanut it. I'm it's not an allergy. Not, and I shall it's it's never. Not have it. It. That's just what it because was, you uh, didn't have it as a kid. You just decided I'm just
3: going to go my whole life. So when the Civil War breaks out and the Richard Blade lookalike spy is caught, you give him a peanut butter sandwich and go, I love this. you Shoot him. Love it, Richard. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank Thank you for having me. Hannah, thank you for joining us.
2: It's so my pleasure. I had such cool. a great time.
3: She's well, going to hey. write pen
1: 15 on my, my <laughs> hand. Yes, I will. <laughs> uh, on behalf of Hannah, uh, filling in for Garen for a day. Back there, there's the uh, the human ground at Elliot Hochberg. Yay! The of Matt Belknap, our new friend, Richard Blade. I'm Jimmy Parter. we'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten.
0: If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.